The Commander Crunch Podcast is brought to you by PureMTGO.com. Head over there for great articles covering all formats of the game we all love. This podcast is also brought to you by Josh and Pat's MTG Bazaar, your home for magic card auctions in Australia, New Zealand, and Malaysia. Now, on to the podcast. It's breakfast time. Welcome to Commander Crunch episode 29. You're here for your nutritious serving of tasty Commander treats served up on the regular. We're all about celebrating the culture, community and creativity of primarily our favorite format of Commander in Magic the Gathering, plus a side serving of entertainment and pop culture discussions for ancillary influences. I'm of course one of your hosts, Sam. Uh, I'm pretty chipper this week. Good to be back. We've had a little break and uh, joined as always by it's the Precon Warlord. It's Cheshire. How you doing, dude? <laughs> I was expecting the angry old man because right now I'm pretty angry at wizards. <laughs> you are. <laughs> you're, you're Odin and Odin's raven. Yeah, that's right. I got the references <laughs> right this time. <laughs> uh, good times. Yeah, I mean, well, there's, th- there's that to get into this week. So, um, yeah, we're not joined by a guest this week. We're kind of having another one of those nice bridging episodes, but we, we got some good feedback. It's uh, I think it was Lenny. Lenny goes, oh, Actually, just you and Chesh is actually a lot of fun to hear. And I'm like, yeah, we never do that, do we? <laughs> so, oh, we do sometimes, but it's generally when we just filler it out and we don't have somebody lined up or somebody has fallen through or, you know, just a, yeah, a scheduling plane is scheduling. coming over my house. And, and that's the thing. I think I've got guests lined up for weeks, but how they how we get times going, stuff, whatever happens. And anyway, we we, we do plan to do this every week, regardless. And uh, you know, it's it's always good to touch base and see what's going on. And especially like with with can I think we, it's it's been two weeks and there's so much that's gone on. So yeah, what are we going to say? Clarify that to almost every week. Well, yeah, almost every week. Yeah, of course. Thank you. I think I Just mean because it, yeah. Let's let's set the expectation that we yes. try to be here every week. Mm-hmm. However, it's not always possible, especially with me coming up to convention season, yeah, that's which true. means that I'm going to be traveling around Australia and quite possibly I need to get a passport. I mean, that's that's a reality that we're thinking about post-vaccinations, everything that still seems very abstract to me. But yeah, I mean, I know that I, to some of our listeners, of course, the very word traveling will bring shimmers down the spine. And it still does to me somewhat, but I think reality It does to me as well, but... Oh, yeah. I mean, you Just know, don't be a moron. A, jo- a job's a job. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and that's... I mean, that's Especially- the thing too. So we'll, we'll see how th- this year goes. I think uh, we've learned in Victoria here to always just be uh on call i think that's the way to put it because we we just had another five-day lockdown it eliminated uh, i got rid of uh the threat of a few cases that kind of got through hotel quarantine but it it threw some uh threw some plans into flux and i think as of last week uh that was half the reason we also had a bit of a break too because we uh had a few things planned things got shuffled around whatever uh things happen it's it's funny you should mention that because um this this coming no last yeah, so last Friday I was supposed to be going into work. Mm. Um, and obviously because of the five-day lockdown that was lifted on the Thursday, uh, our work just basically went, okay, we're just not going to have people going back to work yet unless you actually yeah. have to go to work. Which is good to remember <laughs> that because I think I, I notice if it's been a few months, a lot of places get complacent and go, oh, there's no perceivable threat. And I'm like, yeah, it's still there. You've got to, you know. Whatever. If you can work at exactly. home, that's the threat probably the best. is very real, especially oh, with like yeah. the UK mutated virus strain that's come through. Oh so, yeah, um, v v two point is is you know much scarier. It's like the way it can spread exactly. 
Anyway, but hey, let's talk about me being angry against well, "quote unquote" I'll, I'll, the I'll, colleges set forth by wizards. I'll touch on a on a quick note I meant to uh, to to ram in that conversation there a little bit. You said about setting expectations, and that's that's a good point of uh, the mixed bag of things we've got to talk about today, uh, which is all fun, whatever. But um, there's a few notes uh, regarding mental health and some some interesting things I thought would be a good time to discuss, but. A big note right at the uh, kind of uh, near the end of that will be it's totally, you know, spoiler alert about setting expectations uh, for yourself kind of in a healthy manner, which is very much aimed at more if uh, like, I guess, the content creator side of things too, which is definitely us. And it's we've said it before, it's it's much healthier when you go, well, we're allowed to have a break. And and it's it's very important to be able to do so without feeling really pressured like oh crap i've i'm going to miss out like i'm going to be deleted off the internet if i don't put out an episode this week um so because we've got to enjoy it that's the thing and i think that's that's where the the whole uh i want to say success but it's i i think it's success measured on a, a metric of the way i view it the way someone says you did it like i really enjoyed listening to that that's all that ever matters to me it's not about numbers uh, so that that kind of success is what I'm talking about. Like, it's yeah. I don't know. Full stop. Oh, we'll talk about it later. <laughs> you get the point, though. You get the point. It's it's we will will be here uh, most weeks essentially because we enjoy it. I love it. But uh, yeah, Church, why were you angry this week or grumpy? Maybe 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 Hayden angry is too far. I think it's grumpy. <laughs> no, angry. Okay, absolutely going to call out some um, what I feel is particularly poor story design with Strixhaven. It, you know uh, what? It's maybe, maybe just a bit easy. You know, like it's like I, I'm going to get there. Just yeah, give yeah. me a sec. The, so the colleges in Strixhaven um, have all been set against. Let's say that's probably the right word. Uh, clicks. That you might expect from yeah, quote yeah. unquote school, but is actually in actual fact, and anyone who's a writer will absolutely see this the first time they hear any of it, uh, is basically just based on teen drama and not yeah, actually anything that pertains to what they're trying to base these on. And it drives me crazy and it makes me angry, especially the goth one, <laughs> which I'm sure we will get to as we go down the line, yeah. being a goth. I felt that this didn't say anything about me other than in the eyes of people, I'm still the same weird fuck boy they think I am. And it makes me angry because I've spent a lot of time being persecuted for wearing eyeliner, for mm. being different, for being interested in like mysteries and, you know, biomechanics and how humans and animals work. And I'm not saying that I've ever dissected an animal. That's mm. not what I'm going into. That's really super gross and don't do that unless you're in a science lab. Um, w- what I'm talking about is the amount of times that I've been spat on or beaten up yeah. or had something thrown at me or had a beer poured over me at a pub or whatever just because I look different because I'm wearing black and eyeliner. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and this reading the passage on this particular, what they called a goth guild made me super angry because it was like, Oh, look at the freaks. Yeah. Yeah. And I had to deal with that. And this well, comes back to our mental health discussion later, but it does. It's, it's all, I've so, spent enough all, time related. Exactly. I've yeah, I've been, I've spent enough time being called a weirdo and a freak that I don't need <laughs> somebody with zero grasp of how this, 
entire thing has gone down for most of the people who are, who th- who consider themselves <laughs> either emo or goth mm. and have instead gone to this set and then done exactly the opposite of what any of us would have wanted you to do. And now I feel exactly where Shivan's coming from with the whole uh, getting involved or, or trying to get involved in those discussions when it came to, uh, uh, um, uh, geez, Kaladesh. Um, yeah, surrounding, I, like, I, I get that. The, the Indian philosophies and all that sort of stuff, you mm-hmm. know, because that's just, this is just, I'm so angry. I, I This one I think is a, uh, <sighs> it's a different, I think a different kettle of fish, of course, being school kind of tropes, whatever. And and I mean, full disclosure. So yeah, of course, Strixhaven released some of their first, uh, or Wizards released some of the first visuals and, and offerings from Strixhaven and what we've got to look forward to, whatever, this week. And uh, it was releasing the names, the themes, whatever, of all these, these five schools. Everyone's like, yeah, it's a Harry Potter set. No, we don't really want to affiliate it with Harry Potter, of course, but it's it's the whole magic school thing, which I think Mara even said, like, yes, Harry Potter wasn't even the first one to do a, you know, magic school, of course. So I think we can success- we, we can popular. detach it from Harry Potter. Like, that's fine. That's cool. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, if you it's, want to attach it to anything, attach it to Fate the Wink Sun, yeah, that's which one is of them. now available on Netflix. I haven't and seen that. Regret it. <laughs> I haven't seen that, but what you're saying kind of makes sense. I, I want to, you know, this is why hopefully you listen to this. It's it's different uh, contrasts of, of opinions and, and also perspectives on things. I, of course, I'm never going to get too rattled about this stuff in a way. I kind of, I'm much more likely to d- detach if something doesn't agree with me. Uh, maybe I should say something about it if I feel strongly about it. But this one is the total thing where, uh, and then shout out to Rich. I'm going to mention his name a bit later too, EDH Homunculus, because um, he, he, he had a great tweet about uh, you know, he's like, I don't know about you, but I don't really look at my time at school very fondly. And I'm like, yeah, me too. Like it's, there's things I do, but like the click thing never appeals to me because I never want part of that. And I've said it before. I, I, I'm so anti gatekeeping and the nature of clicks often just resonate, like just has that feeling in my head that it's like, you are choosing some one thing out of, and to exclusion of all else. And I, I always hate that because I want to kind of be a part of everything if possible and, and, and be as open and, and you know, understanding, whatever. So, I mean, literally my experience was in school. I did I, I wasn't part of a clique. I'd try and, try and be friends with as many people as I could, but sometimes that also meant you make enemies in different places too. Who, who knows? But, like, I found it very hard doing the whole, I'm going to choose a school and that's me. And I was like, well, that's it's not really. I know I've got to choose a pre-release kit when we go to this set, and that's what it's about, a bit like the whole guild thing, but it's just that really wasn't me. And that's fine. I think I was saying to Chesh earlier, there's something I will, you know, uh, still, oh, sorry, uh, kind of uh, put in a positive spin on it, ideally, I guess. Maybe they're trying to go for the, this is the, the click kind of environment or the, the, the more open click environment um, that a lot of people probably want to be part of in their fantasy school, you know, brain, basically like the, the it's a hypothetical school where actually all these five schools or uh, houses are a great choice. They're not the, you know, the jock kind of thing or the, you know, blah, 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 whatever the one, all these ones that have vindicated me. I don't, I don't think that is, but it's, Maybe maybe it's a more welcoming place for some people that had actually a really bad time at school. Who knows? But, um, yeah, I can't speak as a goth chesh, of course, but I can say if all of those, if I had to relate to one, yeah, Golgari is pretty cool, but the ones that, like, were into plants and stuff, yeah, sure, maybe I'll go that one <laughs> for sure. I um, 
I can't really relate to the guilds as such, but the cards are cool. Mm. Exactly. So I'll give, I think, I'll give him that much. I think Wizards I want to see do what Wizards oh, does best, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Wizards Wizards designing cards is the best thing that Wizards can do. That's Wizards true. designing story, not necessarily the best thing Wizards can do. Yeah. Especially in this pasted they on. Can try it. They can try different case. things, but yeah, maybe that is it. Just I mean, we call it just a bit of a trope minefield. Like that's kind of it. Just kind of hits some things. It's like oh yeah, I've seen it before. Whatever. Which such. So many tropes. Ah, like if I if I did a YouTube channel that pointed out tropes and stuff, mm-hmm. I would be pointing out all of the tropes in this for days. Yeah, I get so much content out of this from just like the art direction to like the the way that these are supposed to be different guilds, but really aren't to the whole like. Ugh. Yeah, I know, I know. But the cards are cool. Yeah, so do you want <laughs> to... the art you, is gorgeous. The art is gorgeous. So do you want to run through quickly, uh, you know, do you want to go run through the five and, and we've been given a card for each just to represent and just to get people a little bit excited kind of thing and, you know... Yes, but first I'd like to fap about the Mystical Archive and the way that Wizards have moved this forward into doing the right Great thing. point, yeah. And and how much we complained about um, the showcase cards and how often they were showing up and what they were doing with showcase cards to Mystical Archive being pretty much the best reprint thing we have seen Wizards ever do. This is Ooh, what I Mystery like Boosters should have had. <laughs> now, I mean, Mystery Boosters were close to a bloody first. awesome, perfect product, though. But yeah, I mean... Like, they're pretty great. They're pretty great. Mm-hmm. I think maybe because they're like as they much better than anything we had at that until point. the we can debate that until the cows come home <laughs> because the value of the box wasn't there. No, okay? that, that's, 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 true, that's true. That's like, true. Like cool set, zero value, mm. and that's where your well, problem comes in. There's two markets you have to consider. Yeah. You have to consider the market that wants to buy it for commander and cool stuff, and and whatever else, and then you need to consider that the people who are buying these boxes so that they can crack them open, get one or two really cool things that they want or more, and then just sell off yeah. whatever's left over and make some money back. It, it made and for some cool, pro- some cool price drops, which I was happy to see. Like, you know, you get your well, triplets for five and, bucks. It's like, yeah, this is what I want. And I agree with that because it was underproduced and now it's overproduced, which is good. But there were no, like, massive chase cards there's a mana crypt. Were, <laughs> that's not the point, right? That's a, um, that's a mythic rare, yeah? That's true, that's true. So the, the actual overall expected value from a box was way lower than the cost oh, of the box, Oh, and, and also right? remember the numbers there. The numbers, scoot, like, make that so you can't ever really count, count on it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's and that so is the diluted. point I was about to make. Yeah, true. Because of the, the set being so diluted and so massive, there was never going to be a good EV on those boxes. Unlike what we're about to talk about, because this is the thing that Wizards, you actually did do right, mm. right? Your card design for this set looks pretty cool so far, and I'm intrigued. Mm. Uh, your art for this set is exactly what I would expect out of a magic-based set. Ironic, magic, magic-based? I don't mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. Um, the story is way under par, and that's fine, yeah. right? It makes me angry, but it's fine yeah. because you've got two other passes out there that have made me still excited for this set. Now, I should be pissed off about 
the story and just dump it and go, I don't want anything to do with this. This is just treating me like I'm some sort of clown. Mm. But the design and what this set is supposed to be doing for me is one of the things that has drawn me in. Now, the mystical archive, however, uh, holy crap. Before you go there, though, I, I, I might just, that just made me realize that the elegance of the, the the game in general and why it's been very successful anyway is that you can go as deep or as shallow into the, the stories you really want to. Like, I'm, I'm traditionally an absolute story fiend when it comes to that stuff. Lava, Dark Souls, Lore video, video, go very deep on that stuff. Magic, surprisingly, I haven't touched much at all. I don't know much about it. I can enjoy the flavor and the like the surface level uh, vibe of it and everything and de- definitely fantasy stuff going on. Uh, but it kind of ends there and I don't know why. And I don't think I'm never going to say it's because it's, it's poorly written, whatever, but it's just I, I haven't been lured in with the right things yet. Maybe it's reading some books might get there, but yeah, it's it, it doesn't. But a, most I'm importantly, it doesn't detract from playing the game. Importantly, you don't you don't have to be completely invested in the story to enjoy the game, which is a nice touch. And it, I think yep. that just and made me realize and that's that. the thing about magic is that I know some people who put way too much emphasis on the story and you, you don't. You don't need. I mean, to, 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 to we always say, "Chesh to each their own." Uh, I know, but I—it's another thing. Uh, I know what you mean, though. It's another thing to potentially be vulnerable to getting very upset when wizards do something a little bit wacky, like you know, whatever. Thankfully, they've done a lot. They have done a lot of really cool, uh, inclusive stuff lately. You know, whatever. But uh, we'll we'll see. By the way, so I mean, I oh, know we'll get to that. I was going to say, have you seen the uh, the scroll chain gun? We'll get to it when we go to the guilds. But, no, uh, but we'll get to that. <laughs> I'm glad you haven't okay, seen it yet so, because you're going to lose your mind. Anyway, yeah. So the first thing I have to mention is unlike uh, any other standard set we've had a, a, a showcase mm-hmm. slot, these are more like the, um, oh, what are they, the Masterpiece series. Treat these more like the Masterpiece series I where they are so, playable yeah. in limited but not legal in standard Unless the because, card is in standard. Because they're different cards, yes. Then, because then the set. there's demonic tutor in this set. And swords. Okay, <laughs> so the mystical archive uh, is open to all and you receive one copy from its own dedicated slot in, and I'm going to say this very slowly, each draft booster and each set booster. Number one, wizards, that is exactly what I would expect. That is good. That is a great step That's nice. in the right direction. What is a better leap in the right direction is that you get at least three in each collector <laughs> booster. And do you know what I'm going to be doing? These look sick. Yeah. I'm going to be buying collector booster boxes of this, as many as, them, as <laughs> I can afford. I'm going to try and find a way, even if I have to sell half of my basketball collection, to get multiples of these boxes. Because Just, uh... those cards look amazing. And in foil... Yeah, I'm yeah. Gonna be I, I don't myself to sleep. I imagine there are, you know, you get a foil, you get an unfoil, depending on, you know, they're, they're, they're available in both type thing. Yeah, I was going to yeah, say too. I by by that, that stage, well. anyway, maybe you can cash out of your Top Shots account. <laughs> well, <laughs> NBA Top Shots, eh? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Side note, but uh, you have. We can discuss that. We can discuss that after this discussion because there is something I want to say on that. Sure. Yeah, yeah, um, by all means. So the border on these, uh, nothing you'll have ever seen. I'll, I'll say this: it's not everyone's form. flavor, but these are never always. These are never going to be everyone's 
cut like that's the whole point. They're they're very much if a different style of thing. If they're they're a different mm-hmm. thing, you know. Like, but I I think I've well, had a lot of. Well, here's praise. the thing: if you hate them and you like proxies, there is something wrong with you. I'm just going to put that out there because I have seen even some proxy makers complain, and it's like you do this exact thing. What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, but no, it's more for the stylistically. These, you know, like you just you're just not into that style. Yeah. And and sorry, maybe hate's well, the wrong word because I think if you dis you mm-hmm. can dislike something and be like, it's fine. You know, it's good. But I'm just not the so biggest fan of the So when I first saw thing. these, I literally thought that they were. Proxies. I yeah, did not too. think that they were coming out in a wizard's product. From from um, quite a good established proxy, you know, some of the, the good ones in the community. Same with these Japanese cards you'll talk about in a second. Too. Yeah. They, they look exactly. like really good proxies, yeah. Now, there's new art on these. So, like, the uh, demonic shooter has, like, a <sighs> demon, which I'm going to assume is um, Bola. Bo- 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 yeah, maybe. Bolas? It looks like someone else, though. I don't know. Um I don't know who that could be, but anyway, he's got a Lu- an Illuminati pyramid on his head. Anyway, though. yeah, it, it's very much like a uh, Illuminati. There's a lot hidden in the image that yeah. um, most people probably aren't going to pick up. It's a very like graphical storybook, um, Seb McKinnon style, but it's not Seb, Seb McKinnon. It's uh, Anato Finstark. I need to look up that artist because it's blown yeah. my mind. Yeah. Um, and the fact that there's like what looks like an angelic knight in the middle who's catching a sword, um, and there's like light and shadow, so it's like depicting like you know the demonic side and the Tudor side, which is fantastic. Oh yeah, there's just so much to this art yeah. that I could just sit here and salivate on. Oh, I'm swooning. Um, and also in- the way this one in particular integrates into the uh, the cool frame of uh, the style of frame in these uh, these special treatments. Exactly. Um, the next one, of course, that we've seen so far is the Opt. Yeah, Now, nice. I'm just going to point out the mana, sim- mana symbol on the Opt. Oh, I love it. That's what made me feel like it's a proxy. Gorgeous. You know, like the way you treat yeah. them, they, they are symbolically the same, but they might just have a nice little subtle. That's the thing. I mean, I, I design for a living anyway, but it's like often the most amazing gestures and, and, and decisions are the most subtle. Now, and like the way they've done I'm the mana symbol. Them, yeah. Am, am I looking at this right and saying that this is seemingly kind of uh, Roman slash Greek inspired? Uh, potentially. Do you know, I, do you I know get like a, it's almost like a future thing. Yeah, pro- potentially. Um, but my, my art history is not the greatest when it comes to that stuff. Ah, I'm, I'm getting a very strong Greek cross-pollination vibe. Yeah, potentially. Um, yeah. So, yeah, like it just feels like one of those like Greek kind of like uh, trying to make the subject look like a goddess that she's touching the stars. Oh, the, like the actual art, the actual artwork. Yeah, sorry, I was looking at the frame, but yeah, yeah, yeah totally, totally. No, no, the frames I don't care about. The frames are all <laughs> just standard. They're they're all pretty much the same with a different color. Yeah, the actual artwork itself is what I'm talking about here. Um, and and then you have like a complete shift between those two. I mean, those two aren't that jarring. But then you get the swords to plowshares, yeah. and thank goodness this is not the last swords to plowshares art. No offense to that artist. Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> we've got new swords art. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was, I was going to say too. I picked up uh, and then fast forwarding ahead. I was I was actually a little bit happy to this week to realize. Uh, I think it's actually in the the precon you've got, but I, I did pick up some of those precons from the last two sets. And one of them does have the swords to plowshares in there, and it's the swords to PGA Tour. It's got the golf club on it, i.e. the, uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, and, not, and not the certain artists is... we kind of I, I wouldn't mind avoiding at the moment. So Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, and this one is marked hidden, so you know it's going to be great. Yeah, yeah. And also, like, I mean, that's the whole thing. Like, I think Wizards on a, uh, you know, uh, kind of pursuit to showcase different art styles instead of mainly what had, had grown to be accepted as, like, the main kind of uh, creative direction of mostly homogenous art style for a little while. Like, the, the, the wildest it will go was even Seb McKinnon's stuff was, like, a little bit, like, it's still part of everything you know you can see it's a seb art piece whatever but it's still kind of mm. a lot closer to that main kind of graphical uh reference oh, oh. whereas like lately uh, and- seb's been allowed to go way outside the bounds and do some really amazing stuff and then these when you have these i was like hey this is an ancillary product like this is a place to showcase some of the really abstract art styles in something very different and i love it to bits and I just need to call out that the opt was by Christina Colentes. Yeah, good point. Uh, and it is just fucking gorgeous. I haven't played Hades I'm, yet, but I know what you mean now. Like, it's got oh, the kind of the way the Hades characters will be depicted in a way. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. I don't it, know. It, again, I'm doing thing, a like, useless art history job of explaining what that is, but I know, I know what you it, mean. It feels a cross between Greek and Roman to me. Yeah, I yeah. could be wrong. So nice. It's been a long time since I've done anything with, like, proper classical art. Mm. Um, but it is just... I, all three of these look really nice. Yeah. And I'm surprised that, A, these are going to be so available to people, and, B, the Wizards just went, you know what? People are right. Like, let's just go and redo our, our you know, masterpieces, basically, mm. and, and make them more available because people kept crying about how, you know, why would you do this to us and put it, like, in such a rare slot? With a not rare card. Yeah, like, let's yeah. just give it to the people. Let's put one in every booster at least. Yeah, and it's and a it's special like, you know thing still, That's but it's not right It's thing. not too saturated. I mean, the, the one I'm thinking now, it's like, uh, I'm never never going to complain of the, the, the distribution that they are, but I think what got me, I went to actually the, and again, it's something I'll touch on afterwards, but I did get to go to the, the local store again recently, and in the, like, the bulk kind of chaff box were, like, alternate art like showcase frame uh uncommon legends from cold time like whoa i want to pull all these up these are amazing i love these you know and like mm-hmm. they're ones i was actually after and i could i didn't even have to buy them they're just in the chaff box i was like wow the that's um looks gorgeous exactly they're yeah, some, something i want to like stockpile and like yeah look after it. but exactly i know what you mean it's it's that goldilocks zone though of there's uh go for a whole box of aether revolt or something or like hour of devastation get disappointed when you don't get a thing. <laughs> uh, and then this one will have a slot in each pack. There are rarities to these, of course. So Sword Supply Shares is actually a rare. Uh, and I think that makes sense as far as playing this in limited. It's going to be a wild time. Uh, it's going to be premium removal. The opt is uncommon, which is interesting. Usually that's a common level card. That's fine. It's a beautiful mm-hmm. looking card. The demonic tutor is called mythic at that slot. So whether that means super mythic, whatever, but I mean... Demonic Tutors, the type of card, probably should go down price anyway. So, yeah, see how it goes. But this one is just super premium in the way it looks and gorgeous anyway. So, so. what I'm hearing is I should sell my Demonic Tutor now? I don't know. Like, yeah, I'm not a finance expert. I have no idea. I've got a few. Yeah, sure. I mean, they're the type of thing anyway. They'll always go on decks when you need them. Uh, you know, reference some of our, pro- uh, sorry, our uh, Tutor chats in the past and Chesh telling me how to use them, which is for good causes. So, whatever. Like... I think you always need them. They're always good, but you know, selling them for stonks now, like, not too sure. I think they'll always have a bit of a price tag, surely. I don't know. Yeah, Again, exactly. not a finance expert, but yeah. 
Um, did you want to talk about these Japanese alt arts? Uh, <laughs> yes. Mm. All right. So Sigoy. second on my list to uh, to basically bring up and say, hey, wizards, mm-hmm. hey, wizards, between us, this is the absolute gorgeous right thing to do. The cat's pajamas, if you will. Oh, my God. All right. So <laughs> when you decide out of nowhere for no reason to do traditional inspired <laughs> oh, yeah. Japanese art from what I believe is from directly from Japanese artists, you get a big tick in my book, mm-hmm. but you should have saved these for going back to Kamigawa because they are amazing now and i think i I know what you mean there too because it's like we're already getting one amazing showcase showcase frame and to get two it's like whoa okay what's the context i don't actually know i don't know i don't know what the context is because it's like you say it's almost not not attached to strixhaven really so Mm -hmm. the thing i don't understand is why yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. Okay, that's that's, what I mean. that's the only yeah. thing I don't understand because but, oh, well, this has like... nothing to do with a Japanese-inspired set mm. um, or, or Chinese. It has nothing to do with, with you know, Asian-inspired, so I don't really understand it. Mm. Uh, but, and, and I'm pretty sure I didn't see anything about Chinese art. It was just all, like, based on traditional Japanese I believe it's just all Japanese, Japanese stuff, art. yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, as far um, as we can see. But so the Swords to Plashes is, uh, I, I would almost say a Ronin, um, but it's definitely like some sort of samurai warrior. Um, and it's funny because they're carrying the plowshare yeah, over the shoulder. I love that. And it's they've got fantastic. the swords. And I'm like, oh, it's you've put literal plowshare on there. Yeah, yeah. You've literally oh, gone, like, yeah, here's my swords. Here's my plowshare. Swords to plowshare. Also, like, my- I'm a fighter and a farmer, which. Actually, you know, if you read through like that whole culture thing is that a lot of those fighters were also, mm. you know, farmers and tended to the land and knew how to treat the land. Well, yeah, so. it's different context in Japanese culture, which is really interesting mm-hmm. too. And my favorite part um, of the, these, the, uh, the vertical type, uh, you know, name line for these, of course, on the top left, but also the mm. rarity stamp is um, like, that's my favorite part. Yeah, that's right. You, can, you can't really see it as much because it's not a real in your face element. It's a watermark. That kind of just yeah. sits over the text box as well. It's so well done. It is, you know, it's it the feels the whole design is gorgeous. The, oh, I love the it. The name of the card being on the left hand side, going downwards, like like you would be reading in Japanese because well, it is Japanese. And it's well, yeah, I was going to say you you're going to almost go uh, do it right to left, but I don't know how you're going to template that anyway. Like maybe under the matter symbol, it might be a bit whack. But for balance sake, having that vertical but it's, left, it's more like that's that's more like. So if you look at traditional Japanese art, a lot of the art, when it has writing on the art, isn't like right to left. It's actually scroll ways down. Oh, but also top left or something. So here's your art lesson. You're welcome. Oh, yeah. No, totally, totally, totally. Because I, I absolutely adore Japanese-inspired art. I actually oh, no, 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 you mean. So, painting at the moment, which is like a yeah. massive skeleton that's that's inspired by Japanese art. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I can tell you right now, like this whole aesthetic of the card, the design, as you know from being a designer, just looks bloody amazing. Yeah, because it's it's um, all about the, it's all about the little things they've done. I really love that. So yeah, gorgeous. Yeah, the weird thing is, where is the rarity symbol? That's what I was talking about. It's the watermark. Yeah, you see it. Yeah, 
It's yeah. gold, there's silver, so and subtle. the red is a mythic. So subtle. That's what I and love about it. It doesn't need it. to be that more yeah. much pronounced. And in this this Japanese no. kind of styling, it's it's a it's a stamp, and that's really really lovely. Mm-hmm. Oh, now the opt, um, I'm not sure what it's based on. So the sorts of plowshares is not really based on an actual current like work. Let's say I'm not too um, sure. Yeah, I have no idea. It, I have it's no idea. traditionally. You know, talking about like how the samurai is not just a fighter. Mm. Um, the opt, I think, it, mm, there's a whole thing here, and I wish that I wish that it was like 20 years ago or 30 years ago when I knew. Um, so I actually studied yeah. Japanese back in school. Me too. Um, and I was going to go to Japan except I had that massive earthquake back in. Oh, geez, it would have been mid 90s, early 90s, mid 90s had that massive like mm. 8.5 or whatever it was uh, it was a really big earthquake anyway and so we couldn't go um which and and after that i stopped learning japanese but i was learning like about japanese history mm. and like the culture and the story of the culture um because there's a lot of like uh weird things about how you know their their demons come across um mm how they have, like, these goddesses who tend to the stars and all this, like, stuff that you've got to kind of, like, do a deep dive on and, and you know, it, there's a whole thing here. Mm. But the art is... This art is gorgeous. Um, going to the demonic tutor, it, this this does look like a... um The type of demon. It's like a, a, an, an, an oni? An oni? Maybe an oni? Yes. Yeah, maybe an oni? That, yes. that rings a bell, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, because, uh, like, so there's a whole backstory about the, how the only work and how in some parts of Japan, there was like this whole thing where they thought that, uh, the only had invaded bodies and brought people back to life mm-hmm. and all this sort of stuff. But really on this artwork, it's just like, it's far flung modern rather than the short swords to plowshares, which is very traditional. Mm. Um, this one is like more of the modern, amazing art that we see that is like really simplistic, but is so powerful in its simplicity. Yeah. And if you look at this particular piece of art, um, with like, you know, the, the only seems to be like almost bathing in a smoky blood Yeah, is just, again, it's just, Gorgeous art. I can't. I I love the light sources from a low point as well, which is really interesting. I I love that's that's you know really shocking in in the way that uh, that that demon gets portrayed. But like I say, it just reminds me so much of how much I enjoyed reading the Berserk manga. Uh, It's just it's it's very it's I think I've said it before, but Berserk has had a series, uh, a couple of movies, uh, maybe two series actually. Uh, but of all these things, color, uh, animation, motion, whatever, and even a little bit of 3D in there, still the one piece of Berserk, uh, what do you call it? Like the, the, the piece of media that displays the, the vibe and the, the motion and the kind of the tempo and severity of, of what's going on in, in Berserk is the manga. It's incredible how fast-paced that manga is, how incredibly visceral it is, and this one having red in there as well for your blood. Wow. It's incredible. Ah, ah. That's it. What? I just remembered. Okay. Um, the Kami of the Stars, right? Okay. Uh, Amatsu Mikabushi. Mm-hmm. 
I, I have a feeling that's what that art is kind of trying to depict. Interesting. Yeah, Kami of the Stars. K-A-M-I. It's coming up with Kami from Dragon Ball. Never mind. <laughs> I'll look at that up afterwards. That's fine. But yeah, I mean, needless to say, we are swooning over these. They're amazing. Oh, Ho- so much. Hopefully we get Japanese booster boxes locally like we did like water the spark that kind of thing like i'm really hoping um and and also to show that they just continue to push things for like having a point of difference in the japanese product is really interesting too and and as far as i know uh around that locale anyway you've got to compete with uh a lot of card games anyway and you've you've always Mm. that's a thing i think there's there's places where magic is magic and probably dominating anyway whereas japan it may be like you're competing with a lot of other stuff you got to make it pretty special so um competition's always really good i can tell you right now i can tell you right now they are competing with a lot of stuff that we actually just do not get here yeah yeah um and this absolutely would be wizards attempting to like they've already secured their foothold in the market but trying to like build on that foothold in the market yeah which would be very hard for them and take some steps exactly so anyway uh but that's that's already been a ton of strix haven chat that i uh i i didn't know how much we had to talk about but it's it's awesome so i mean let's keep it going anyway i mean we'll run through like we said we're going to do but just run through these five schools if we want to after all that being said it's kind of best to to run them off i mean a lot of people have, have probably checked them out anyway but um of course we've got our our five schools and and the whole thing where it's like which one do you relate to all that stuff and truth be told i'd probably mash two of them together or three to create my ultimate one but that's not the way it's going to work but um yeah very very quickly before we run on to other things let's, let's just run them down what we've got so um the first one was of course law hold uh which is traditionally boros and this is the one i was, I was saying to chesh before that i think the interesting thing is is to see how much they go. This may be Boros in in you know color combination, but it's do th- do slightly different things if possible. Uh, not breaking color pies or anything, but just trying some different effects, that kind of thing, to show or to, to depict something that's not just attacking uh, and aggro, that kind of thing. So, and I think in a school setting, maybe you got that thing, but they basically law hold are red white, and they have. Uh, They've got a couple of things. You can check out the Wizards article on, on the full rundown of each of them and including some of the language Chesh, uh, uh, you know, alluded to being a little bit, you know, a little bit funky, saying literally the word goth in one of them. So anyway, whatever. But uh, Getting our hands dirty because we're goths, because we're dirty goths. Yeah, dirty goths. The, the play with plants. Anyway, but uh, this one's saying that it's 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 also a little bit about like exploring the past, pouring over archaeological uh, archaeological artifacts and summoning, summoning long dead spirits. It's like, well, this is the type of stuff. Maybe they these effects sound like they could appear in a magic card that aren't necessarily kind of aggro related. So... By all means, so that's the red white one. Lawhold uh, has a cool elephant as the, uh, the the symbol there, and then and, lo- and I'm just going to point out to people that if this doesn't have an MDF, if this doesn't have like a double face card, yeah, for you know, because one of the lines here is for some students the past is a rich tapestry worthy of disciplined study, which says to me like casting spells. Uh, while others wear that tapestry like a cape as they jump down into a forgotten tomb, says that this is a spell on one side I took- and some sort of artifact or enchantment on the other side. Potentially, I had to read that line a few times because it was like it was talking about something conceptually and then they talked about taking that down a 
you know, jumping down a forgotten tomb with it. It's like, what? Anyway, but of course- <laughs> Why is there a forgotten tomb? Is there going to be a reprint in this uh, What's just, going on? I just think Indiana Jones, seriously. Um, Which so, actually, actually, yeah. you just reminded me. Yeah. Hey, Sam, mm. what is what is a, a blue land that's probably on, I'm guessing, on the- uh, res- Not the restricted, on the- um, the reprint can't reprint the list I do it every time the list the list what's on the list that can't be reprinted? oh where's peter when we need him uh, peter knows how to recite argothian excavations or oh, seldevi excavations Tellarian academy oh dang it yeah Tellarian academy that well, that's the reserve is list. That on sorry the, that's not the list that is that is. on the re- i believe so is it on the reserve list that, that it's banned I bought one for Alex. Mate. I mean, um, I don't care if it's banned. Um, what I'm looking to try and find it if it's on the reserve list because that is uh, a deck that should be uh, a deck, a land that should be here. Uh, oh well, list. you can have this on an MDFC. It's already happened. Or uh, the, it's, no, the, the actual card. I was going to say the Ixalan stuff though. Like you remember the Ixalan no, stuff? No. You could you could have well, an I'm effect. I'm talking about that, literally that exact card because it's. It's the Tellarian Academy, basically. Fair. Um, By the way, $260 for one of those now? Wow. Yes. We, wow, I bought Alex's for him for, gosh, like $70. I kind of got it for his birthday. Yeah, Dang. I was going to buy one for 100 bucks, and I was like, ah, I might just mm. pass. Like, I'll get it eventually. And the, now it's like, oh, oh my yeah. God. Do you know the funniest part? I just looked up the MTG What's Goldfish it? page. My mate Alex is like, mm-hmm. he's got a comment on there two years ago. That's his face. I mean, that's not his face, but it's, I know that's him because it says his name and has his avatar. Talk about him on the podcast, about the card bought for him, and he's got a comment on the page on MTG Goldfish. Very, very good. Good good job, uh, Alex. Uh, it is on the reserve list, yes. So Boo. 260 and going up. Exactly. It seemed to have spiked. Uh, dang. When everything else did, surprise, Th- surprise. This year. It was a hundred dollars the end of last year. Now it's at three hundred, yeah. around three hundred. Dang! Whoa, reserve list, you crazy. Anyway, we digress. So that was the first uh, first <sighs> school uh, house. I don't know what I'm saying. The, there was a command for College. all these. Do we want to read off the College. commands or let our let our lovely listeners just check them out for themselves? Uh, we'll let we'll let the listeners check them out. To yeah, be honest, that's except fine. for the black black green one. Which yeah, sure, sure. However, how absolutely underwhelming. So that one's law hold command, of course. Yeah, you can read it. Uh, it's it's kind of cool. I think bottom line though, commands the 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 spells uh, that have appeared in the past where it's you know an instant or a sorcery or whatever, and choose two uh, modal spells. Um, always really these, powerful. We know I this. These were this. all. Aren't they just all? Oh no, the black white one is. Yeah, uh, it's a sorcery awesome. somewhere. Someone someone gets let down somewhere. <laughs> that's much worse. We'll need no, to no, that no, 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 the green black one as well. Anyway, <laughs> that's fine. The one what I want to point out though, we won't go through all the effects. That's fine. But the was it the theater kids? Do you want to point out? The no, kids? we're not there yet. Hold on, hold on. Just the cats come. Just home. let me talk about my scroll chain gun. Look at law hold command for a hot second. Have you seen this? Uh huh. What's going on there? Firing off magic words through a chain gun, or what's the thing on the piano? You, uh, I, was good. It's called a harpsichord. It's not a harpsichord. You know that you <laughs> no. put the thing in the middle of the piano and you press the pedals and it makes it look like you're playing the piano. The old pianos. Someone's yelling at their uh, their, their their audio. I mean, I now. know I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I have no idea what it's called. And they've because... got like punched like dots of the thing, and they play a whole thing on the piano. Anyway, I wish I remember what they're called. I'm not a musician. Sorry. 
that's maybe they're just punching out sweet beats from their Gatling gun of scroll power. So it's funny. We talk about Boros not being Boros and then there's some of the frigging Gatling gun look at the scroll. So we may use scrolls for academia. We may use them for guns. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I don't know. It's guns in it. schools. Good move. It's wizards. hilarious. Fantastic art direction. It's hilarious and I kind of love it and maybe I'm choosing Boros, but maybe that's also... I'm becoming a Boros player, uh, you know, in, in Magic in general at the moment. Like, I'm kind of starting to enjoy the side of I don't know, living dangerously. So, anyway, that's Boros. Sorry, I keep saying Boros. Lawhold. Lawhold. All right, Prismaria is the next one. The blue, red. It seems fairly... Can, can we just call this... Can we call this one this... this don't uh, say theatre kids. This click as as what wizards have intended. Oh, maybe you do. And just call them... The weirdo theatre kids. Well, thanks, wizards. They said it thanks. themselves. Hey, in their, also, they said it themselves. And not just being so a that's goth, what, that's I was also a weirdo theatre kid. So thanks, wizards. Fuck you. This is <laughs> this is what I kind of talked about, though. In a way, it was like, yeah, sure. There's an element of this. I was never into theatre or choir or whatever, but the creativity side, maybe sure. Both. Like, uh, and, and I'm sure <laughs> my wife will say too. She's like, oh, we were just the weird art kids that like whatever that everyone's like you guys are not part of the cool crew at all um but you make your own god that just makes me think about like i was the weird art kid the weird theater kid the weird goth kid well that's what i mean so can can i just be loved can i just be five color sure like i was such a nerd and i loved it anyway (laughs) prismari uh blue red they do flashy things apparently for theater and things they're going to be called the theater kids because that's how the wizard said about like called them in their article pretty much so but it's it's it's, i I think it's a bit closer to izzity stuff so yeah what are you gonna say i assume that this that this uh group this this college group Hmm. uh, what are we even calling them they're not schools schools Um, no I don't know. Are they different schools, though? I thought they were supposed to all be... Houses, sorry. My all... vernacular with school Houses? stuff. That's, that's, that's turf land. We can't go there. Um... Really? Why? What's that from? Yeah. Sorry. Turf I'm... land. What do you mean? Houses? What? Harry Potter. Oh, yeah. Yeah, sorry. Houses. I know, I know what you mean My there, God, but like... We can't go no, there. but they didn't invent the word house for like... Or... No, but they popularized it, so we're going to yeah, stay away true. from it. Yeah. Um... <laughs> But I assume that this is going to be about big, splashy, showy, awesome spells or small and spells. If it's like and if it's trends. not, I'm going to be way disappointed. If it's mm. going to be small spells, they better be small spells that do like wicked stuff. Yeah, to show off like that theater side, like ma- like theatrically cool stuff. Yeah, well, exactly. Which is kind of what I love about is it anyway. So it's it's kind of probably going to be around those those months but it's it's also uh you know where's our light up the stage reprint hey 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 so anyway uh moving on to quandrix is the next one green blue so you got simic i i should note too apparently there hasn't been a uh an enemy is these are these enemy colored yeah they're enemy colored uh enemy colored set like a set exclusively based around enemy colors for quite some time so yeah Again, I haven't paid much can attention I, to that, but not like Simic needs more right help, but yeah, go for it. Yeah. Can I just quickly point out the fact that um, out of all of the different guilds so far, only two of them have not been a, a shitty click, like a weird, tropey, shitty click, right? So Pondrix uh, is, I, yeah, I, is I'm, I'm struggling to see what I'm struggling to see what law hold uh latches onto entropy clicks apart from just being exactly. the, f- the first one which was just like it's the yeah. kind of generic house that if you're not like 
strangely it's, it's another the, way, whatever. It's like every it's, kid house. It totally feels like a Gryffindor. I hate to say it, but like kind of. <laughs> Hopefully cooler, seriously, but like I don't know. I think Jeez. there's there's things to be said. It's like yeah, Gryffindor doesn't mean you're a good guy. We'll say that. But why? You know, that's enough. That's what, enough. Bloody. You don't want to know what? Uh, that's enough. That's what a- Harry Potter class I am. Oh, <laughs> I think I know. But it's like again, it's uh, I, I I'm very much tuning out of that that kind of particular piece yeah, of fiction because reasons. Of so course. anyway. <laughs> Anyway, um, yeah. ingenious math magicians is probably the best way to say weird maths kids. Yes, right? Every, that, everything, 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 else, everything of these everything else, starts with weird something. They decided, kid. <laughs> yeah, they they decided to like everything else has pretty much gone with like you're a weird freak, and this one's like actually, you know what? You're really cool because yeah. you're an ingenious math magician. And I think, are I, you kidding me? I know, like the, but so the. the who is this written by? I know, but maybe... Do this with everyone. Mm, mm, yeah. ah! Anyway. Quandrix, Call me a goth kid. Simics about math. <laughs> they, <laughs> because <laughs> Simic, math is for blockers. Math and is for blockers. Simic will be <laughs> blocking Simic, Yeah, blocking. <laughs> exactly. Everything. Yes. Uh, Quandrix magic, eh? Yeah, exactly. Um... I used, but, to, um, I used to I, love I saw, Simic, like, I'll say that, but then it became wait, like the, the boogeyman. So that's. Mm. Well, yeah. Um, so, like, the description here is exactly correct mm. for the color pairing, right? Yeah, true. Studying patterns, fractals, and symmetries to command power over the fundamental forces of nature. In other words, we can bounce, we can counter, we can ramp, and we can make things bigger. Well, yeah. Is exactly. Correct. Oh, and we can draw cards because oh, we're math. We can do anything. Probably, probably gain <laughs> more life. One plus one equals two. Probably, now I have more cards in my hand. Probably gain more life than a white deck too, so it's fine. Uh, well, it's not in this set probably. Yeah, probably not in this set exactly, but yeah. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, but but I, again, Wizards, I have to point out, yeah. why are you talking about Rubik's Cubes uh, that one, in Magic? That one gets me. Yes, that one gets me. Hmm. They'll solve a Rubik's Cube. Why? While contemplating the metaphysical properties of the universe mm-hmm. and can recite every number of pi backwards. Who's, who's Their the- motto is, math is magic. It should actually be yeah. magic is math. I think it's pi and Rubik. Right? It, it, like, it, it, what do you call it? Existing in this realm is a little bit like breaking I'm immersion I'm fine with me. pi. Well, I'm fine with pi existing, right? Because it's a fundamental thing, right? I guess. It, it's... It's fine, right? I, the thing I have a problem with is the motto is math is magic, mm-hmm. which it should be magic is math, because you've already told us that they are magical beings, but their magic is based on math. So magic is math. To them, they see magic as math, not math as magic. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's completely around the wrong way. But talking about a Rubik's Cube, you could have said anything else. Like they can solve uh, complex Mathematic equations to create amazing spells. Holy shit, I just fixed it for you. Mm-hmm. You didn't need to mention Rubik's Cube. No one gives a shit about Rubik's Cubes. <laughs> like, it's, it's 10, 10, 20 years ago, we were mystified that some some kid from Brisbane was cracking a, cubics, a, a Rubik's Cube with a blindfold on, with ear, ear muscles on, so he couldn't see or hear anything in five seconds. Wow. Um, amazing. Um, 20 years on, ago. Hold on, hold on. Was that chess? Mm-hmm. Was that you? No, no, I don't. I don't go near. <laughs> I was waiting for the twist. I, I no, sorry, go... that was actually me. Uh. <laughs> no, I, I specifically stayed away from Rubik's cubes um, because I don't have. 
that sort of a photogenic memory. No. Um, I I can't hold uh, the focus on a Rubik's Cube like that. And I know people who can, and they are scary good at it. Oh, yeah. And really bad at other stuff. <laughs> like, <laughs> exactly. Really bad Turns at out, other dedicate stuff. your life to the Rubik's Cube. Anyway. All right, that's Quandrick. Dedicate your life to one thing, turns out. Yeah. Exactly. That's, that's, that's math is yeah. magic. Silver Quill's the next one. So black, white, ors of, traditionally. Silver <laughs> Quill... I know. It. Hold on, hold on. Before we, we <laughs> before I crap on this one, because again, bottom line, I, I, I hate gatekeeping. But uh, there's, and I know there's some people like, oh, cool. Like I kind of relate to this. If, if if we're talking about skill with the pen, sharp wit, all that stuff, I I I get that. That's cool. Uh, I just feel like <laughs> these uh, these ones look like the uh, the smarmy rich kids. I'm not gonna lie. Um, they look like the smummy rich kids, or they are the smummy rich well, kids. Well, we'll find out, I guess. Do you want me to read their motto? Sure. <laughs> so this this guild's motto is sharp style, sharper wit. You're just a bunch of assholes. Uh, I mean, that's what I mean. Until proven wrong, maybe. Yeah, it's um, mm, mm. you're you're the group of people that I hate in every teen drama. Yes. Every single one of them. Oh, and, and like you drive completely written down. Bentleys you know? and Ferraris and Porsches. Yeah. And you take all the drugs and you drink all the alcohol and you think the rules don't apply to you. And get out of all the trouble because. Have so yeah, much exactly. And then can bend the law. Like, yeah, and get out of all the trouble. So, exactly. Anyway. I don't. I, I, I've never looked on Orzov like that at all. Neither. Um, uh, the closest that I've come to looking bit. on a guild like that would be Azorius. Because Azorius yeah. like has chancellors and stuff that feel very much more in like the I get to draw cards and gain life. Mm. Like I, I'm I, basically a god. What are you gonna do about I it? I guess Orzov's oh, yeah, thematically that's true. And like actually how game mechanics play out, but Orzov has had aristocrats, I guess it's kind of very similar anyway, but yeah, we'll see. But yeah, yeah and if but you wanted to call say anyone this- goth, yeah. Boros would be the ones to be goth because they're raising things from the fucking dead. Oh, wouldn't, wouldn't that be a fun inversion of like, I love things that break, oh. break the pie a little bit more, whatever. But yeah, I, I have to say if all the ones that uh, are like, you know, don't like don't appeal to me, I think I'm, well, put it this way. I'm least like the silver quill, I think if I'm too, like also too, I mean, these, I think these sets are incredibly effective and powerful in resonating. Yeah. We're talking about tropes, whatever, but they are effective of going much like personality tests too. People always love to relate. And if they can, mm-hmm. uh, but that's why, yeah, personality tests are great. Like everyone loved a, when, when you know, a certain uh, wizard school kind of, um, what do you call it, movie and book series weren't, uh, you know, didn't have a bad name. Uh, were fun to do. Oh, guess what? School I am and do the personality test, that kind of stuff. And it's like the guilds have been fun in a way that they don't kind of, they don't, uh, aligned to it. They're not taking anything as much you know, so closely from anything else, from any other uh, fictional media or whatever. And so they're kind of their own thing in the magic law, I guess, the guild. And so it was fun to kind of go, oh, I'm a Golgari person and, and I, I like resurrecting plants, zombies. That's fun. And that was a cool way to do it and, and to kind of self-express there. And I think this is, again, I'll look at it positively. This is exactly like this. Is this? I think this set will do really well because it's, you know, the not to mention to the cards in there, but it's it, there will have be an element of self-expression that people will kind of quite enjoy their time at, say, pre-release. So, I mean, I, I think we'll see. 
Anyway, the last one of the five. Chesh, is, uh, Chesh, do you want to read off what we're looking at? It's with a bloom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it is with a bloom, or I like to call them cadaverous bloom. Look up the card and you'll get a shock. That's right. Anyway, so the with a bloom, I'm going to start off with their little motto, which is get your hands dirty. And then I'm going to describe what they apparently do. Um, they're the goth biomages. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you, wizards, as a goth. Don't use the word goth. <laughs> If you ever use the word goth and then give them the motto, get your hands dirty, you're doing the wrong thing. They're not going to... Goths absolutely stay away from getting their hands dirty. (laughs) Because we're goths. That's not what we do. You think we're digging around in bodies or something because we're goths? That's very tropish and please Mm -hmm. don't. Um, So they draw their power from essence of living beings. I get it. I do. Whether that means enhancing nature or exploiting it, because again, this is black and green. I get it. Witherbloom mages are most at home riding zombie crocs. You don't get to call them crocs. You call them crocodiles. Okay? They're not riding plastic shoes. Okay? They're not. We call them crocs here because we're Australian and there's a fucking croc in the creek. That Who's trying to bite my leg off? <laughs> it's a croc in the creek. I want the shoe. Okay? Just saying, you could have said crocodiles. Well, you know what? You could have said something else. Yeah. Okay? We remember from Armageddon that there was a zombie crocodile. We do. Yeah. It was cool. Right? It was fun. It was like hexproof or something. It's like a vanilla 5-7 or something. Like, I don't know. With hexproof. It was a 5-7 yeah. or something. Um, or a five, four, or a seven. I don't know. Four. It was, it was big, big, and it was cool, croco. and it was. We were just like loading it up with equipment and then sending on through to smash our opponents in oh, the face and down. win with a vanilla creature. To- yeah, totally. smash down totally. Um, anyway, I'll, I'll, I, I digress. Uh, picking herbs for potions again. I understand that. That sounds really cool. Hopefully, there is going to be a lot of sacrifice, quote unquote, of land to do a thing because you're picking herbs mm-hmm. from the land. Are you using the land in that I way? I like it. I like um, it. And hanging hanging out in their swamp, <laughs> making grim jokes is the most offensive. <laughs> Thing you could say when mentioning goths. Okay? Mm-hmm. I know that you want to go, they're goth, they're hanging out in a swamp. Hey, John, this is a million dollar idea. It's not. <laughs> you Goths will not, absolutely not, like to hear you making fun of them like we got made fun of in high school. That's exactly what this that's is. That's a good point. I, I want it. Yeah. So, I mean, we can we can be sitting here going, oh, we're crapping on what wizards are doing right now and because someone's crap. Yeah. And, made and this story, whatever. I but, wanna, like, it's just that that bit is too close to home, I think. And it's like. I want to put it out there that I'm not crapping on the design of the set or the art of the set. I'm crapping on the story because it makes me feel worthless. It makes me feel. And we'll talk about this later as well. Like I'm back in high school mm-hmm. getting beaten up and spat on and atomic wedgies and somebody putting my bag in a toilet, uh, somebody smashing my face into a door and all of this shit calling me a weirdo and a creepy, you know, theater kid because, hey, I can actually act and, mm. you know, the weird maths kid. Hey, maybe you can get tutored by the weird maths kid because he gets A+, mm. which made me... 
pretty much want to try and fail mass. It was so hard, by the way, to try and fail mass. So were you like, salt? You would not believe. You were like salt. You were five color, man. That's yeah. I was five color. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I, I, you you should already know this by how prolific my jobs have been in the last like twenty five. You years. somehow had a diamond. <laughs> yeah, somehow had a diamond in your mana cost too. You were just like six. You know, you're also exactly. also devoid. Chuck in some colors. <laughs> exactly. Um, but uh, that being said. I do want to speak about this particular command because it is the most underwhelming card of all of these commands. I think so. Um, and I think because it's more designed for limited than it is designed for anything else. Yeah. Just um, scale down And a the bit reason too. being is... Correct. So the reason being is this is a sorcery for a green and black with a bloom command. Choose two target player mills three cards, then you return a land card from your graveyard to your hand. Finite Sorcery would have preferred it to be instant for two mana, but mm-hmm. Finite Sorcery. Um, really good in, like, any kind of deck that's dealing with, like, landfall. Um, or trying to get lands back out of the bin to put back into play for whatever reason. Mm. Um, destroy target non-creature non-land permanent with converted mana cost of two or less. Again, I understand that this isn't an instant, but... This not being an instant, I think you could have gone with three or less and been fine. This one especially um, makes me think a lot of constructed anyway. Like it's correct. Yeah, yeah. And there's obviously something that they want to target. They've put this on there for a reason, thinking like, "Hey, two or less." There's going to be mm. all these targets for it, so it'll be interesting to see what they are. I think there was in in the blue color there was like a cool owl from memory that does something that that felt very powerful i think it was two mana cost mm. so maybe this is you know cards like that is what this that one's is an old creature though anyway up. so yeah i mean maybe torture oh, well, there you go. maybe torture witches oven i don't know like mm. i don't know <laughs> too late for that one exactly <laughs> uh target creature gets minus three minus one until the end of turn generally speaking when you see a minus three minus one on anything it's because you want something to stop attacking you or you want to kill it yeah um i think again that feels more like a limited thing than a constructed thing unless mm. there's something we don't know about a rush deck coming up uh, aggressive deck sorry terminology the last one however target opponent loses two life and you gain two life now this should have been all opponents not just target opponent this being just target opponent means that i'm not likely to run this for anything except for that first mode mm. uh in commander Unless I can copy it, and then I can be doing better things anyway. Yeah. Like copying one that does, oh, I don't know, all fucking opponents. Mm. Um, yeah, I just, so I just, I think- just feel like constructed card. You know, it's it's kind of the one that, again, a lot of these, I'll always I, say that... The again, com- I feel like it's very much limited and not constructed. Yeah, oh, that's I really yeah. feel no, like you're right, you're right. But it's like these, I think yeah. from Commander anyway, they always feel a little bit like each effect is underwhelming, but maybe given the, like... The choice and the flexibility is always, you know, uh, marked up a notch in, in effectiveness. But I think you, you definitely like. I just wouldn't find it easy to find the place for this one. It is two mana, I guess. But now, yeah. speaking of Golgari, I need to check something to see if it's on the reserve list. Cadaverous uh, Bloom. Damn you! Yeah, I want to go back to that because you mentioned it. And uh, it's, speaking of the reserve list, just get get uh, get your hands on the, some cadaverous blooms before it goes too far because it's already doing it. It's thirteen dollars fifty. Like, it's on the reserve yeah, list. Yeah. Even that for a reserve, reserve list card that is actually pretty remarkable. Uh, 
I should I have got I one. Bought mine at, at five bucks. Yeah, I meant to get one last um, year, and when they're like six, it's really good. Five mana enchantment. Uh, choose from Mirage. Yep, choose a card in your hand and remove it from the game. Add black, black, or green, green to your mana pool. Use it as a mana source. Yeah, it's 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 powerful stuff. It really is. Uh, so especially yeah. if you, we don't need to tell you how to play and it. Of course, you can see that's powerful. It's really cool. Yeah, it's, it's cool. Really great cool. art. Great art. Um, exactly. Yeah, which I was gonna say. I hoped that. If they weren't, if they were going for that, like, quote-unquote, goth aesthetic, mm-hmm. that they would do a reprint of Cadaverous Bloom. Obviously, they can't do that because it's on the bloody reserve list. Bloody reserve list. Sad face. Anyway, exactly. Because it would so, have been perfect. Um, but, speaking of Commander... What? Guess guess what we get with this. Oh, Commander decks, right? Five Commander decks. Really? One I didn't see that. School. Oh, of course. I was going to say, how do you pick two five. when it's five? Yeah, I think so. Okay. That's... Yeah. Um, so, we'll be getting Silverquilled Statement. Ooh, oh, that, that sounds so good. Okay. Prismari Performance. Is that one that... Uh, that one's... De- like it's, the, the statement's definitely advisor tribal, and it's like writing things. So, yeah. Yeah, writing it's tribal. Gotta it's writing it's tribal. gotta be scrolls and stuff. Yeah, poetry. Um, and, and scrolls and... Um, Litigate, uh, litigation. <laughs> the, the enchantments, the ones... The, the modal enchantments... I don't know. The counters, those ones. Okay, whatever. Yeah. Uh, Prismari, uh, Prismari Performance. Light up the stage. Um, That's definitely is, in that deck. It has to be. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. It's all going to be about drawing cards and, and playing cards off the top. And having thematic things. Witchcraft. Yeah, yeah. cool. Uh, if this doesn't have Combudge Witches in it, you failed, Wizards. <laughs> um, <laughs> I dig it. Lorehold Legacies. Yeah, see? Story time. Uh, Story this time. is yeah, and this is definitely going to have some uh, some archaeologists and stuff, and probably some art. Uh, and I'm calling it now the probably most powerful of all the five decks, Quantum Quandrix. Uh, probably. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, if you put the word quantum in there, yeah, exactly. yeah. Q's are just yeah. cool. Anyway. Uh, yeah, that, that'd be interesting. So yeah, get your, uh, get your pre-con. So I don't know. Is that, is that enough Strixhaven talk? More than I thought we'd do. Uh, yeah, I think so. Because I just want to, I want to hold on to that bottle up that little segue and move over to kind of that. That's a whole episode in itself. That's fine. We're going to keep talking about other things. Uh, the next thing I had to talk about, which was eventually, it was kind of meant to be Brewer's Notes, but we're an hour in and it's. It just is what it is. It's our podcast. Do what we want. But the the, the point I had about uh, precons, um, and that you know, a lot has happened the last two weeks, of course, with uh, <laughs> Strixhaven stuff coming out. There's another whole point here I had about. Did you want to talk about bans? The the great banning of 2021. No, it's fine. I mean, it's fine. I don't but, care. Like it's. I mean, I do touch on it for just a second, right? Pardon? Um. So the only thing I want to touch on here is that the bans were correct. They were yeah, probably. too fucking late. I, I honestly can't. But comment. they were correct. Like, yeah, I just say listen to I think the best best uh, take and oh, from my perspective anyway, but the most enjoyable take and uh, it informed me a lot about the whole thing uh, from people that know what they're talking about or such things, constructive formats that aren't commander that I do you know I don't really know much about. Uh, was the Magic Mike's episode recently? Uh, of course, Aaron Campbell and, and the crew, and uh, they mm-hmm. they talk. They had a uh, Aaron had a very good point about um, uh, the Simeon Spirit Guide getting the axe and what that meant, even though it wasn't necessarily competitive results. You know, putting up wild numbers or anything. It was just 
more or less outcry people saying unfundex whatever but um Aaron was speaking as an adnaws player and i actually i felt i was like oh that must kind of really suck and it's a different climate these days you don't have your modern deck that lasts five years just is what it is you know like things bans happen yeah. so i don't know and, and again i this well, is a that's, whole that's thing you can play... spend a whole episode talking about but we're a commander podcast yeah. anyway so and that's why i don't play modern anymore i do have a modern deck i just don't me too i've got two i love dnt because it's always kind of on the fringe and just like yeah some of the pieces changes but like uh and they've de- definitely got new ones but it's it seems like the weird kind of deck that has strange pieces that are outside the spheres of banning and stuff like that anyway so anyway anyway um, but that was a whole thing. What else going into? We uh, pre-cons and the chat about pre-cons and why I called you the, the, the pre-con warlord at the start of the episode was uh, <laughs> uh, we've been playing a few games which have really kind of, I'm, I'll definitely want to point out, these games have been... Is it because I brought a knife to a gunfight and actually survived? Uh, there was that, exactly. For but the most we've, part? we've had some games <laughs> um, recently that have, have kind of especially... Uh, ignited kind of why we're playing and, and, and validated some of the things I've talked about as well and put them into practice as well, I want to say too. So some games with uh, Rich, we saw, we talked about before, EDH Homunculus, and Kristen, uh, that was, we've got, we've had uh, two Australians and then um, two lovely UK folks uh, just absolutely, like the banter has been at level 11. Uh, we've had some great games the last two weeks um, with, with everyone and we had Mushy one. peas. Yeah, Kristen being the, uh, she's the amazing Boros Warlord, uh, just master of the color combination, I want to say, and, and finally got a chance to play her and um, had, a, had a game originally that kind of made us go, okay, cool, that was our first power level test, but I think even, uh, we, we joked at the start of the game, power levels being... I think this is a six or I think this is a seven. Maybe someone else might think it's an eight or someone else might think it's a five. And we kind of test that out and had a great like uh, conversation after our game afterwards and said, okay, cool. Let's refine those numbers or like where we're sitting and to make the best fun. And we, did we though, Sam? Did we have a great then, and conversation? Then, so so <laughs> I, I did. You dropped out. You you had to go somewhere. So <laughs> so respect, of course, to and, and much love to, to Rich and uh, Kristen. We've been playing a bit more lately and it's been a lot of fun. But um then, yeah, Kristen came back second game and absolutely demolished us with Boros, which no one can ever be mad because Boros rocks. Um, I played uh, Brian Stoudarm. I, I learned how to Boros, kind of. It's a different Boros. A lot of and fun. And I played Broken Fortel. Yeah, I'll talk about that deck later as it evolves. But, yeah, the funny part there, Chesh rocks up with Precon Fortel, uh, blue-white. Highly recommend picking up this deck if it sounds like something you'd enjoy because it works. <laughs> It's, so it's really good. <laughs> it's really cool. It's like it just does good things, and I love where precons are at at the moment. I think I, I really, really look, do. It's, like, it's a solid. It's a solid five point five six. It's it's yeah. designed very six. well. Yeah, it's it's. You had a couple of. I mean, I think you've you've. I called you the precon warlord because you've you've enjoyed using them sometimes in games that are clearly matched up around the seven mark or a bit more. Again. We use numbers sometimes. I don't think they're perfect or even very accurate half the time. So, grain of salt, of course. But the fact is, you you you're, you enjoy the challenge of rocking up to a place with a precon and seeing what you can do. It's just and fun. almost seeing how it, long it's you fun can because last. like it's just and you can. Well, last, and that's but. my thing, right? So, like for me, it's a test of what does this deck need to survive. That's like, true. where is it failing straight up? Yeah. If you bring 
that knife to a gunfight, then you know how to upgrade that knife so that you can put a bloody cannon on the front of it. That's so now right. it's a cannon knife. So I can stab you and then I can blow your face Which off. is why you enjoyed you know? upgrading these too, because that pathway is really yeah. interesting. Yeah, for sure. It's, it's very interesting, and it's not something that you would expect from somebody like me, because I don't really go that in-depth about my process, because I've been asked about it before, and I'm incredibly cagey because I don't want to say the wrong thing. But yeah. generally speaking, my process is... I try out the deck first, and then I see how the deck does as much as I can. Oh, yeah. And then I think about, all right, well, what does this deck need to survive at a table if I'm a new player or if I'm, like, a a fairly new player? If I know the game, but I want to upgrade this deck to survive at a table. And the Foretell one goes so far as to say about itself, like, hey, with a couple of, like, big creatures that aren't too expensive... I could be really good and some extra foretell stuff. Yeah, I think it's also know. the stuff that messed with foretell was the most effective. Like you had that Valkyrie that like foretold stuff for free. Uh, that's really good. I love. I don't know if it's in the deck. I'm sure it has to be because it's the one that messes with the effect the most. But the Cosmos Charger, the one that allows you to foretell at instant speed and cost one less. I played that in pre-release oh, and so. gosh darn it rocks. It's the horse, the magnificent horse. Um, it's really really good. Check it out if you haven't. And it's, it's got to be in the deck, surely. I'm not looking at the deck list. Right I'm now. just leaning over to grab the deck, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, but yeah, it's it's the stuff that messes with that. Uh, it's already a good effect, which we talked about, I think, two weeks ago, uh, that Fortel can even go as far as feeling like it's ramping you out because it's skipping a couple of turns on the right in the right circumstances. But it's just, it's fun more for spells that, what could it be? It could be anything. And it's, it's you, had, you, you had plenty of little tricks up your sleeve. It was great. Yeah, I definitely did feel like I was ramping out at the start because yeah. I had like some some cool stuff. Uh, it has a day of the dragons, I can tell you that much. I love that, um, and, and and also oh, swine, so, synthetic know. destiny too, because the deck's about making tokens, which I appreciate. And then any of those kind of strategies, I love to chuck a poly a mass polymorph or a uh, uh, your synthetic destiny to go. Well, I've got all of these low value creatures. We're a little bit of an army. How about I turn twelve of these into all creatures, and it just Ritz yeah. three deck, it's amazing. So good. Well, that's it. Like it also has like Restoration Angel, so it can blink stuff. It's got some that was cool. blinky parts. Yeah, it's got it's a blink sub theme. Like, it's sweet. It's it's like it's, it's how you it's pull off self. It's, it's how you pull off sub themes in a deck. Like multiple. There's like two or three sub themes that don't feel diluted. Like it's actually pretty cool. Yeah, and I think that that's oh yeah, and it has Arcane Artisan by the way. Yeah, so, yeah, I saw crap. that. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm glad that got reprinted. That's great. Oh, and, and a Brago King Eternal. Yeah, he's worth nothing now. I love it. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Um, but lots yeah, of hot stuff. It just felt like once once I got it going and figured out like, okay, so my commander basically just says, hey, if you blink stuff, I create like flying one ones and then it has some pump in there. So mm-hmm. it's like, oh yeah, those flying one ones are now like two twos or three threes. And it's like, oh, I could just build like a mini army by stacking yeah, myself. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, I get this now. <laughs> Out of the um, box, too. Uh, yeah, it's a good time. But in saying that, the the card you were talking about does not seem... Cosmos Charger. So this here. is kind of what we said about other, I think, the other, the, the Commander Legends pre-cons. They're like, why does it have this very obvious obvious deck, uh, sorry, card from the set? It's because you want to sell so packs of the set. you buy the set. You want to, yeah, but go buy the packs of the set. You, you, you fiend and and so coldheim of course needs to be yeah, open for, yeah i don't know people buying commander decks that's the way it works but yeah just chuck a cosmos charger in there. 
fun. It's awesome. So um, we're not even talking about the elf deck because, I mean, you've got one. I think Hayden's going to play the elf deck. Well, Hay- Hayden's got the elf deck. Yeah. And, and I bought it for Hayden for uh, Valentine's because uh, we don't do Valentine's, so. Yeah, who does? Um, <laughs> I'm kidding. Except for the cool secret layer, I guess. But yeah, that's neither here nor there. Whatever. Um, the I wasn't paying much attention to that one. I don't. I have no idea what um, if it's a good one. Um, but uh, that kind of alludes. I think we we're looking at even doing a uh, based on the excitement of Chesh and his his precons, uh, doing a little league of these and grabbing a precon each, uh, and then just jamming out streaming each Tuesday and. Maybe starting to upgrade it, whatever, from some packs, or maybe we actually add cards. We haven't ironed out the rules yet, but uh, choosing one and having a bit of fun. So you're choosing Fortel, I guess? I'm absolutely going Fortel, 130,000. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> I, I probably would have, to I be mean, honest, I, if you didn't choose it first, so look, that's fine. But like, it, I, I tried it, and it, it the mechanic itself is super it just interesting. It feels to me. nice, too. Um, it, it, yes. No, but like and it's, it's not broken because yeah. you can't play the spell the same turn you foretell it. Oh, no, exactly. Understandable. Yeah. But the commander also goes like, hey, hey, you, are you exiling something <laughs> to foretell it? Well, guess what? If you foretell something, I'm going to give you a free 1-1 one, one flyer. How about that? How yeah. about that, buddy? You want to you put that on layaway? I'll give you something for it. Like, not only are you getting the, the spell generally cheaper because you're foretelling it for future yeah but you're also getting a one one to go with it like i'm going to give you a discount off this spell in another turn but right now i'm going to give you a sweetener which is a one one flyer and then wacky chaos issues i'll take that all day every day exactly exactly uh and so so hayden's probably going to no, well, actually, Hayden will oh, no doubt play the elves. Out. The elves deck looks awesome. Yep. The elves deck has actually caused a bunch of weird spikes in cards, which is very funny. Everyone's got uh, elf fever at the moment. Um, I think that Lathril, I think it's not Lathiel. They're choosing names that are really close to other cards at the moment to make it really confusing. Cathril uh, as well was another one. There's a lot of very close names here. But Lathril, I believe, is the elf commander. Looks really good. Uh, I've played some mono green elves before. A lot of fun. Uh, and then... Green black will just be business time based on what's in Commander Legends. So if we're looking at opening packs, I will totally uh, condone and allow Hayden to uh, <laughs> to yeah. open a ton of Commander uh, Legends. I, yeah, I was already thinking about that. Like if we're going with packs, yeah, you got to go different. I reckon we've got to go different sets. Like and it's, and again, yeah. we might figure this out because maybe it's not a, a, mo- a, a, a what do you call it a, a case of just splashing on packs. I mean that's fun, but. Maybe this game cards. Who knows? We'll we'll sort that out. Not not important right now. Um, I just want to get jamming these, and especially like first week, just out of the box, and it's just going to be fun. So, yeah. uh, and then I think Caitlin was going to maybe looking at elves as well, but I, I wouldn't mind if they're all different decks. But I'll, I'll we'll, we'll see what Caitlin's feeling like anyway. I don't know. I left that to y'all. Yeah, I was just I just took a step back. Maybe like, maybe I, I took like- maybe I took Caitlin's cho- uh, second choice. <laughs> Boros, <laughs> which is what I'm doing. I, I was like, I not challenging myself per se because I think they're all good and I've seen the decks. I've got the Simic one as well. Again, not really appealing to me just like it used to. I just want to do the Boros Swords thing. I think there's actually some pretty cool uh, stuff in the deck too from Commander Legends. So I'll play that. I think it'll be open to the old precons to actually how far back do they go? There's one before that, right? And that's it. The... 
the Zendikar ones. Oh. Of, of this format where they're $25 or whatever it is, um, that's Zendikar, I, think, I believe. I think so Zendikar was the first. Yeah. We'll figure it out, but it should be fun anyway, and that'll be coming up. So uh, The only other bit on, on the notes I had uh, for Brewer's Notes before we get into our, what we've, was going to be our main topic, still is our main topic, but we just it's been an hour and 20 minutes and we haven't got there yet, but that's fine, it's our podcast, uh, was... I did actually get to go to the store again, uh, the, the local, which now takes me about just over an hour to get there, but it's worth it because it's my community, it's my store, still love them, they've done a lot for me over the years, so um, always want to support my local store where I can, uh, and got to do a mini, mini kind of pre-release kit uh, sealed event where we got our APAC promos for the Lunar New Year. So we got our Sethron with a token. And I know I've had multiple messages from our friends in, you know, the States, Canada, whatever, going, how do I get my hands on one of them? Can you get one for me? And I'm like, well, I'm pretty sure I can probably only get one, maybe two of these amazing... <laughs> can you get one for your co-host, maybe? Well, I, again, I could only get one at this <laughs> event. However, I was talking to, this, I was talking to uh, one of the... the, the um, I say store owners, but one of the guys that works at the store anyway, good mates with, and I was like, how many you get left over? And he showed me and I was like, wow, okay, um, hmm. there's a few. So I was like, what are you doing with them? And they don't know. So I, I'll see. Maybe it's a Commander Night giveaway. Maybe I need to rock up on Commander Night a bit more. So we'll see. <laughs> but yeah, I, um, they're cool. Maybe I build a Sethron deck, Minotaur, Tribal. Play a didgeridoo, whatever. It's it's going to be whatever. But it's yeah. It, I was going to say you'll you'll need you got it. Didgeridoo you got it exactly. Um, but luck. very the the token <laughs> the token Sethron makes is gorgeous. Uh, Sethron uh, the promo is gorgeous as well. So very cool. Comes in the red envelope and just a special like little piece of I guess uh, you know magic memorability and collectability I have. So yeah. Anyway, that's that. It's um. Nothing else really to, to kind of mention there apart from, yeah, I think it's time now, Chesh, we've, we've alluded to it, but a, a big theme that got us talking this week was uh, particularly, I mean, we I, I, I want to say you see it pretty much every week, but I mean, I think a few more than usual. Um, good to like touch on and normalize talking a little bit <laughs> about mental health. I think that's that's my main point here because I, th- I think I, I saw a few people uh, have, have had, uh, again, it happens all the time, um, but you know, particularly some people that are quite close to us having a bit of a rough time, and and very understandably, you know, when you put it down to context, whatever. Like we've been through something last year, uh, you know, that that is is once in a generation. Can't really predict these things, whatever. But it's left left a lot of people in a different spot of how they're feeling, whatever. Um, and I think also never to diminish anyone's individual struggles by comparing them to others because i think that's a that's a, a, a trap i've felt into like i the whole I, i'm not even you know my prop my problems don't even stack up to someone else's uh you know looking at other people's troubles therefore i don't even matter you know like that kind of thing no everyone's relative like everyone's got struggles of their own that kind of thing and it's they're all worth kind of uh you know illuminating and, and kind of giving credence to so anyway gone about that enough but Big preface, we're not health professionals, of course, but wanted to share our experiences with mental health a little bit and just normalize talking about it, of course, like I said, uh, but also kind of how it relates to our game and, and how we kind of play approach. Um, and I don't know how long this will go on for as much as it needs to, um, but but just it's always best to, to reach out and talk about it. Most importantly, if this kind of echoes and just like triggers anything with anyone or makes them feel anything, first of all, like 
by all means, reach out to us, talk to us. You know, we'd always love to chat and support whatever, anything we do. But even beyond that, like, if anyone's ever having any dangerous thoughts or need help whatsoever, like, get in touch with the Lifeline, you know. Oh, sorry. We've got Lifeline in Australia. I want to say that 13, 11, 14 is a massive one. Um, they're very, very important. There's a whole Wikipedia page of different numbers in different places. I tried to just gather a few here. Uh, the one recently I, I definitely saw was, um, and we kind of did some retweets and stuff, uh, I saw the, was the suicide hotline in the US, which is uh, 1-800-273-8255. And then Canada was eight one eight. Three three four five six four five six six. I'm awful at reading off numbers. Uh, and then, of course, uh, recently was um, I'm pretty sure was it Tulare Community College did a uh, fundraiser for was Trans Lifeline, which is a very important one in US and Canada. So one eight seven seven three three zero six three six six on the phone. So someone's always listening. Remember, and every one of you, you you matter, absolutely matter. So that aside, I kind of just wanted to open it up and go, Chesh. First of all, how are you feeling? What have your kind of, uh, you know, experiences of mental health being? And, and, you know, start from there kind of thing. I've got some stuff to chime on, but we'll just organically let it flow. Sure. Uh, I've suffered from medium-level depression for 30 years high. Yeah. Longer than I actually. Yeah. I'm like 42 now. Yeah, no, that's about right. About 30 years. Sounds like about right. 30, 42. Yeah. Mm. Um. So, uh, one thing I want to preface here is that, um, wow, uh, don't, don't go with a single, how do I want to put this? Mm. You think you've got a fantastic GP and you probably do. It never hurts to get a second opinion. Uh, especially when one of them wants to put you on something Ah, um, and you're a not sure about it, mm-hmm. the medication, um, and B, you perhaps don't feel like you need to be on said medication. Yeah. Um, and the reason I will say this is because there's been highs and lows in my life, absolutely. Um, I personally have never had self-harm thoughts at all. Mm. Um, maybe once or twice in my life, but never like to the point where it was concerning. Um, and I know how that sounds, but that, that's a therapist's job. And, and I did see a therapist about that whole thing. Yeah. Um, because shit, shit felt bad yeah. for a long time. Um, but they wanted to put me on some medication, um, to which I did not feel like I was in the state where I needed it. Yeah. Yeah. I just needed to talk to a therapist. Um, it wasn't like I couldn't function, um, I wasn't like some sort of, you know, high functioning depressive or something like that either. Um, I would literally just feel pretty shit. Um, I had a pretty rough upbringing. My, you know, we were extremely poor, <laughs> to say the least. Mm. Um, we grew up in a country town for most of my life where I was too smart for the other kids and too creative. So I was the weirdo. Thanks, wizards, for your goth school. We, we talked about um, the school dynamics. Exactly. It all leads mm-hmm. in somewhere. Yeah, exactly. Uh, because I was, you know, quote unquote, the goth kid mm. um, who was weird because I was every color. Uh, because my my personal color identity is multicolor. 
uh, if you want to put it into magic terms, yeah. because I paint, I draw, I love to sing, I love to create, you know, videos and write things and build things and uh, act and play instruments and maths I love. And to some people that's weird. And you've you've heard me say it before, I hate the word weird when it has that connotation. It's just, I'm glad things are moving on, I think, in the world to go be a a lot more understanding, ideally, of of more encompassing things and you don't have to fit into one box is pretty much, you know, like, oh, that doesn't fit. And and I used to play sports. (laughs) Um, Yeah. To put it into context with the modern day, so my son... And and I know I don't really talk about my family a whole lot. Um, my my son is sixteen. Um, my son is uh, captain of the football team, oh, and really? uh, his English grades are not where my English grades were, but his maths grades are massive. They're fantastic, um, and he wants to uh, work in aquariums and stuff um, and become a scientist. Yeah. And to me, that's Massive. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, he doesn't get picked on for it. Yeah. You know? Uh, in fact, he's one of the most popular kids, including being the school captain at his school. Uh, something that in my day and age, and I don't know about you, Sam, because we're a couple of years difference, mm. but in, in my day and age, that entire thing that you just heard, bar the sports captain, even playing the sports, mm. because you were different and you were smarter and because you... Um, you could articulate fairly well because your English skills were pretty good because you could do all these different things and everyone was jealous of you. Um, And it it sounds really self-conceited and up myself to say that, but I got picked on every day throughout later later school and into high school. uh, And I didn't have the group of friends, the supportive friends. In fact, I've kind of never had... No offense, Sam, we'll get to that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've never really had that group of supportive friends until maybe the last probably 10 years in and out. Dang. I mean, I've had a very small group of friends. Like, I've got a friend who I've known now for over 20 years, and we used to, you know, go out and party and drink together, which was hilarious because we both love Magic the Gathering, and we got together because of a girl I was dating at the time was his friend and he was part of her drinking crew. And then we got, you know, me and him started hanging out together and like, Oh, you like the prodigy. I like the prodigy. Oh, you like nine inch nails. I like nine inch nails. Yeah. Oh, you like this now piece of shit musician. I also used to like this. Yeah. Yeah. Piece I know of shit yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> Oh, you like magic, the gathering. What is that? Oh, this is great. I used to play this. Mm. I actually have some cards at home. Weatherlight just came out. Let's buy a whole bunch of Weatherlight. Yeah. Um, no, I was gonna. I was gonna say on the side too. Those kind of interactions and um, things. Are, are, those can appear and they can be. Uh, what do you call it? Like overlooked. Uh, but I can't stress how valuable those are when that you find a connection with people. And that's kind of where I was relating it to magic anyway. Uh, I'll let you keep going in a second, but it's it's yeah. just. You know why this is really everything's related to magic, everything's related to mental health. Same time, um, it's it will mm. affect everyone. I honestly believe 
I don't think anyone's immune from it. No way. Uh, whether it's you yourself, whatever, but thankfully, yeah, awareness and and understanding is growing, like I say, in the modern generation, but it's complex, it's unpredictable and when it will strike and it's going to hit everyone differently kind of thing too. But like, like I say, those grasping those connections, wherever you can, we thankfully all love a game that has a very unique uh, anatomy to it, that it's, 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 we're working together in a collaborative nature as we kind of outlined in our last few episodes to make a really positive play experience, ideally, uh, even if it is to win and we're kind of working together, but these are totally the places where you can, uh, and I've said it before too, don't think because you're not a content creator, you can, you know, you can't jump on, on spell table or like a discord and just, just message some of these people, like just get in the game. You totally can. And, And these are very important places. And this is where, I honestly want to say uh, I can't really you know, I won't go into what I went through last year if anything that's fine because again it doesn't matter but the support network was there from from magic and half of it was doing this podcast and that's how the catalyst to it all essentially otherwise I wouldn't have known to do it so if I can spread the word and go hey you can do this too but you don't have to do a podcast to do it <laughs> to get involved and start having friends across the world and people that are going to exactly. help you because it's exactly how it's gone but yeah sorry caveat Just, to that Chesh keep going uh, well, just to add to yours, just do the thing. Just do the thing. Don't think about if somebody's going to fucking look at it or if you're yeah. going to look like a fool. Exactly. You are going to look like a fucking fool. But you know what? I look like a fool every fucking day. We're playing Magic the Gathering. I go out of the house. Yeah, exactly. Like I, I go out of the house wearing a new Captain America shirt. And you know what? I don't give a no, shit. Rock. You want to know why? Because making myself a fool makes me feel better. Yes. Like, fuck it. But like, fuck what it. is just a fool? What is a fool exactly? I think that's the thing. It's, yeah. it's We're talking for comic book uh, culture stuff that's cool now too but i think that's the, the bit like almost in a uh thankfully these days i'm at a state where i don't really care like uh, as far as like if i look cool or not or, or whatever and it's and i'm glad i got that stage i know it's not easy but it's like i i'm very proud about what i'm into uh and and what we do and 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 i'll say it to anyone it's like these are just it's just what i do um and and again, it doesn't have to fit in a box of you're a jock, you're a you're a nerd, you're a this that. We're moving away from that. We really are. And and like, I think what it, the point I'm trying to make though, it's like you, if if there's people that don't think they have friends out there or anyone listening, there's there's people are there for you. And then like we're all playing magic together. We're all into the same thing. Like re, just. I think it's it's also I, I, my my personal experience is when I need to talk to someone the most. It's when I don't want to talk to people. Uh, and that's that's yep. a hard little barrier to bash through, of course. But um, yeah, I, thankfully, once I do get talking, I don't stop. That's why this podcast goes on so long. But <laughs> <laughs> but it's 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 you know it can be very cathartic to let that out and and just you know not worry about if you're wasting someone's time because we're all we're all in this together. Like we're it's 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 you know we we had to figure out how to play Magic last year, and and I'm so thankful that Webcam Commander exists. Uh, the communities are kind of these these communities have formed do exist sure you're going to find jerks around the place but don't let them dissuade you like for the most part like i said i don't think i've found one actually thankfully in the magic community last like six months maybe because we you know tend to gravitate gravitate around people that um you know just kind and gracious but um and, and communities like you know shout out massive shout out to MT, mtg lexicon like it's been a massive uh catalyst for that but um yeah um 
don't know where else I was going to go with that point, but <laughs> I don't know, lead us off, Church. But um, mm, yeah, talk you do, yes. I, I was going to say we could talk about uh, there's, I think most important, like yeah, there's there's mental health comes in many different ways, of course. Uh, we all know that everyone's going through their own different ways, be it depression, anxiety. Yeah. They're all different beasts, and I think I've. I've felt a bunch of them before, maybe not, again, as bad as other people sometimes. Yet at, at any one time I could have said that my the pain I might have felt with something may as, may feel as bad as I thought I could handle, you know, like, but it's there's no point in comparing. Um, that doesn't matter. But Chesh said it before, a therapist can be a very, very useful thing. Don't, I think, you know, again, I'm not a medical professional. I'm not one to be giving advice, but I think for a lot of things, GPs do, like, you know, feel free to always like if if you're not feeling right about something, definitely like you're always entitled to go see someone else. Like that's that's mm-hmm. always I think and gotta, I, gotta I will be an option. Always give you advice that is get a secondary opinion. Yeah, it's not don't, a bad idea. Don't always take that first opinion because that that mole on your back that's probably harmless might not be harmless. Oh, you didn't, and it's the same. Didn't with tell depression. us we're going to get into physical like, stuff, Chesh. That's 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 that's. that's terrifies me now <laughs> yeah also yeah i mean um, if you're spending time in the sun get you i will say get you definitely get checked for sunspots and stuff that's a hmm. must especially in australia so the yeah. point the point i want to make is that i i'm pretty open and public about most of my life yeah um some things i purely don't talk about not because i don't want it to be seen but because some parts of my life are extremely private and i don't like to tell anyone that's yeah doesn't mean i don't tell anyone it just means that i don't tell most people my partner knows when i am feeling down and sad and bad my partner also suffers from depression and in fact they suffered worse than i have yeah um and i i feel incredibly lucky that they are still alive Mm. and in my life um the thing is that if you are feeling down chronically down you Mm. want to sleep all day you don't want to get out of bed even if you are not having self-harm thoughts please speak to a professional because that that shit is rotting you away Mm. okay and i'm not saying like it's a disease and it needs to be dealt with like you're probably if you are suffering from depression it doesn't just go away Mm. you have to work on it and yeah, yeah. you probably might have to go on some medication or something at some point to help, Maybe. you know, to help you be able to live your life. Yeah. And a lot of the times when I hear, when I talk to anyone with that has a, you know, a, a pretty bad spate of depression, they say, why, why is life worth living? Yes. And I can't yeah. answer that for you. Neither. That's something that you have to answer for yourself. No one is ever going to answer that because we can't tell you how you should or why you should be living your life. Mm. Something you have to discover. Yeah. It is part of being human. Yeah. I'll tell you, once I hit 40 and I was like, I don't own my own home. Yeah. I am legally blind and I can't drive a car. Yeah. I can't hop in a car and drive, you know, to the beach or somewhere zen like a rainforest. I can't do that. I'm restricted in movement. Yeah. Um, I try and do the job that I that I do the best that I can, but it's li- obviously has its limitations because of my eyesight. 
And you know what? That shit is depressing. Yeah. It really is. And, and it, it adds up to it over time does, too. It's a, I think it's yes, a, it's a it takes its toll and it adds thing. up. Yeah. And burnout is but, a thing. Yeah. Exactly. But it also comes back to how you manage you. Mm-hmm. Okay. No one else can you manage control you. this. Exactly. A therapist will not manage you. They're not there to manage you. They're there to help you to uh, get those feelings up and start working them out. Mm. Okay. They're not there to like cure you of depression. There is no magic cure. <laughs> and again, if you think the magic cure is you self harming, even if it's just like cutting yourself, that. That's not... That's you not need on. to see a professional. Exactly. Because, well, I, I, I've i dated people before who have cut themselves mm. um, because it, it helped them to manage. And it's like, well, it didn't really help you, though. Mm. <laughs> like, you're trading one pain for another. Yeah. You need to see a specialist. You need to see a professional about it. You need to find ways to manage it so that you can manage to live your life. It's exactly prevent it from living your life. Yeah. Because you are entitled to live your life. And I don't mean in the, you know, that doesn't give you license to do anything, of course, but you know what I mean? Like you, you deserve to live a happy life. And and it's, I think everyone is different. Oh yes. I I can't keep making that point strongly enough that everyone is made of different fabric and everyone is made of different, like uh, interesting ways they work. And I, I could harp on about, Again, related to education this episode, <laughs> um, the, the, the education systems, you know, and I want to see them evolve in the future to go, hey, everyone learns differently. And I could I could get into my whole thing, uh, I'll talk to my brother at the moment about, you know, he was feeling like a little bit of a, you know, not a failure, but like he's like, oh, my my young son's on the spectrum. And it's like, no, like more, more kind of language needs to go into going, well, this is uh, – or more changing stigmas to go – Everyone's different. Everyone learns differently. You're going to find this kid is going to be so talented at one thing or like a multitude of things, but what he wants to do. Like, and it's going to be, we need, it's the thing to be it kids in school, cliques, or even sometimes teachers saying that this person is different, therefore weird. And, and because they don't align to this like box, we're kind of trying to put them in. And it's, that's, I, I want to look at it optimistically. I think we're we're definitely moving into a future where those boxes shift and they're more like cylinders. Uh, I don't know. Or they're not in boxes at all. That's the whole thing. Anyway, I don't know. I'm not an education professional either, but I digress. Everyone is different. Absolutely. Uh, they're made of yep. different things. You said it yourself though. It's, it's, I think I always, I mean, my personal belief is trying to address things at the core and my experience has been, you know, uh, fighting and, and you know, detracting and, and moving away from issues kind of just diverts them. And then, like, you know, you, you will have to address them, even not necessarily head on all the time, but, like, there's there's got to be a lot of, you know, foundational kind of uh, mm-hmm. addressing foundational issues, like, does mean, like, you do have to see them and, and try and tangibly understand them and what the factors are at one point. And then I think there's the, the factor there too and my experience too that the whole why it's so, you know, hard to deal with a lot of the time and why it's so destructive is that it's sometimes really hard to boil down exactly what they are. You don't know where they're coming from. Yep. Sometimes they're factors from and your childhood you never knew even knew. Like and they're, they're so and they can be wide and varied and all at the same time uh, and it's it's very interesting and, and but 
bottom line is as best you can clarity equals action is the thing i've tried to go by it's like as soon as you can try mm-hmm. and find tangible reasons or things that are that are affecting things that's that's what well, i mean that's what i found therapy is about like as well and and yeah you know it's and very helpful and for my my depression functions in a very different way to most yeah. people um in the fact that i think it it's fairly well known um my tolerance for people isn't always the best mm. I'm not saying that everyone's dumb. That's obviously not the case. But oh, no. I'm, I'm, I think Let's it's face it, humans well can be morons, that... uh, Chesh. Like... <laughs> Sorry? Humans can be morons and I can, I can be, you know, I, yeah. I can be disgusted by humans at times. Like, totally. Like... Pretty much. Mm. That, that's, that's kind of what I'm trying to get at in a, a soft, soft about way. Yeah. Um, my interactions with humans aren't always as gracious as I would like them to be. Mm. Um, and sometimes... Somebody will catch me on a bad day and they will absolutely see it. Um, they might just troll me and I'll just absolutely like get on them and, and troll them into oblivion, um, which is not the best way to handle things. Yeah. But the thing I'm getting to is that I don't particularly like a lot of people. However, my depression uh, is influenced and most of the time reduced by actually hanging out with quote unquote my friends such as sam yeah that's why this podcast is great for me that's why playing commander with sam and caitlin and my partner and other people is great for me because it gives me the social interaction that my brain needs Mm. to help it to move along um and other people don't have that it's a few people just yeah other people just can't stand other people when they are depressed. Hmm. And this is the thing I'm trying to say is that everyone's depression is different. Yes. It's on different levels. It's for different reasons. It has different aspects and it has different managers. Yeah. Um, and different causes, My particular manager. Yeah. yeah. My particular manager is the fact that I need to actually be social and I'm not a social creature. Everyone. It's funny because everyone hmm. thinks that I am... Uh, very much the extrovert. Um, introvert, extrovert is actually incorrect when it comes to humans because we are all multiphasic. I was going to say, yeah, you can be extrovert. the basically what that someone called introverted extrovert because that that probably of yeah. all those terms probably explains me too because I have the same thing. I, I don't feel like speaking to people are. half the time. Like it's exactly correct. Uh, it, the whole thing that was born out of that was is just a myth, and it's never been properly proven. I no. guarantee you, it's all a load of shit. Because, like a lot of um, things, it's trying to say one's one thing or the other, and that's not true. <laughs> it's a scale, like Correct. or it's 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 not even a scale. It's like a four dimensional, five dimensional thing. Like mm-hmm. it, there's so many facets to it. Yeah, but looking at the way that introversion works is probably the best way for me to try and explain my dislike of people it's not Mm. really a dislike of people it's a fact that i do not like to interact with people unless a i have to or b i want to yeah um so that's a very big thing for me because if i don't want to hang out with you i'm gonna tell you hey let's reschedule this thing Mm. i don't want to hang out tonight and it's not me saying like fuck off i hate you that's me saying I can't handle talking to people right now and I need some time to recharge my batteries. I've found no- I normalizing that has become stuff. 
normalizing that has become a really important step too that I've found that I'd, really important yeah and I've found like I'd There's just so go yes I'll go to these things I feel like I have to jammed yeah. Yeah, it gets jammed into you at school that you're either one way or the other, or yeah. maybe you're like this mythical unicorn and you're the third person. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, you don't explain things like that because that does not work at all. You can say you swing heavily to one way and not heavily to the other way, which is more spot on. Yeah. And it's more in the general direction. But you basically, everyone has two sides to their personality. And that's just something that that most people don't know how to accept because they've been rammed into them from jobs and stuff that, hey, this is you, you are one or the other, you can't be both. Oh, you're leaning this way? No, that means you're fully this way. And that's bullshit. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, that's just a better way for me to explain how my depression works. No, fair, fair. And there's also, I mean, like you say, there's there's so many context-dependent factors there too. And and there's it could be sleep, it could be nutrition, it could be... Uh, what's I, I think a big one from last year, and I think needs to absolutely be said, is is that how perspective. Uh, and I want to liken it back to magic in a really corny way, but I've actually found seeing different places is a huge factor. That when I couldn't drive my car out to different places, I could maybe go for a little walk. That was a very different uh, relief kind of thing, and what you can't can and can't do when you can't see lots of different places. So my heart definitely goes out to anyone right now that's kind of very much stuck in the one place, and and that I again, sorry, my corny kind of analogy was that I. You know, get the manner from the sources, different places. But that's kind of it's it's truer than it sounds. Like it's I I you can get a lot like it helps so much, I find, going to different places and even if it is just for a drive, just to just to fill your mind of different postcards of, of locations and and go, I'm not trapped. It's there's there's different yeah. life things going on around. And I'm gonna tell you right now, the amount of times that I've had to tell people like yeah, hey, like you you should be thankful that you have a car, yeah. that you can drive, that you can do the shit that you're doing mm. because you can see and I can't. Yeah. Um like the amount of times that I, I would have I would have loved to just like packed into a car, grabbed some sandwiches and some coffee in a thermos and go to the Great Ocean Road and hang out at a picnic table with my partner. Mm. You know? I can't do it. Yeah. Like the amount of times I would have loved to have gone, hey, road trip, let's drive to Tasmania. Yeah. You know, can't do it because there's only one driver. Yeah. And, and that's my partner. I cannot. And it's it's horrible to me because it does affect my depression that sometimes I have to admit the fact that, yes, I, I have a disability. I am partially disabled, mm. which is bad because... There's a reason why I don't I say it, and it's not just because of the stigma, but it's because like I can still work, and therefore I work, and I don't feel that I am disabled. Yeah. But at other times, I have to admit the fact that there is stuff that I can't There's do that I wish that I could do simply because I can't see. Like I can't see at night. Mm. If there's no lights, I cannot see at all. Mm. It is pitch black. That is terrifying if i am on the way home and the street lights are out because of a power failure i'm 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 lucky to have enough power on my phone mm. to turn my flashlight on so i can see because otherwise i'm not going anywhere mm. i cannot see where i am walking the night blindness because of the keratoconus is 
absolutely bonkers. It is something I can't put into words for most people, which is like basically at night tie a blindfold around your eyes and then try and walk somewhere. Like that's that's pretty much me. Mm. Yeah, and it's it's the type of thing too. It's like it's it's I can I can already tell there. It's when you can manage that expectation on yourself and and what you can and can't do uh, on on better days, it's great. But when the mind just tells you to ram all those facts in your in your head, uh, in you know right to the forefront, just bring those up and and go remind you. Guess what you can't do? Blah blah blah. That's that's the worst thing ever, and that's that's kind of the nature of again. The way the mind can work, you can wake up a different way every single day, and it's it's you know when those uh, those thoughts are really kind of just brewing up uh, can be so destructive and and just hard to get out of. I think it's it's the the whole it's the drowning feeling. It's like I can't see outside of that, and and I was going to say too, it's I I think that the, the the road out of a lot of things is you know trying to listen to yourself as best possible, but realizing which one of those is voices is doubt speaking and you know it is kind of not being a helpful thought to to things but um yeah now thanks for sharing that chesh it's it's they're also like details i i don't know much about how you kind of deal with things you know and it's it's really yeah because i think you don't talk about it comparatively (laughs) i think you do a great job and it's you it's 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 kind of it does inspire me to go well you know actually what i've learned i want to say from last year and, and in a way that thankfully in a weird way a lot of things mixing up in life not to say we need like you know I'm, I'm i'm sad to say a pandemic is what it took but appreciation at the at the heart of things of all the little things and trying mm-hmm. to remember like if nothing else what does make me happy and trying to trying to hold on to yeah. those that they won't always work and that's the thing it won't always work every day but like trying to remember and even just writing them down really helps going or these pure little simple joys are what it's all about. And and they're the things that, you know, you're going back to your previous statement of, you know, what what people often ask, why is life worth living? It is those things. And and we can mm-hmm. my my last six months have totally filled those times on a commander table. They absolutely have, because they're fuel for feeling like a human. Uh like I, I'm fueled by the people around me when they're talking, I start talking too. Um, you know, we're, we're, we're all got a connective tissue in what we're, we're passionate about this game. Uh, they help me learn to talk to people better. Like, I'm not going to lie. It's just learn to have better conversations with people. We can get to the heart of things. Um, but it's just, it's yes. a collective respect when you need it. And there's sometimes it can feel like no one's showing you any respect or you don't matter in the world. And it's like a commander table can make you feel like you're one of these four players contributing to something special. And it's like... Yeah, it sounds sappy again. I do that, but like it's it is true. It's it's a it's bigger than this game, kind of you know may seem. It it, it really does yeah. kind of thing. So um, and if anyone out there ever wants to ask the question or or ever has asked the question and I haven't answered it, which I know there is a few, um, of why I do what I do and why I try and elevate people so much for what they're doing and stuff, and and it's because like. Don't be a shit human. Like yeah. I've been through it all, um, and my eyes are fucked. But you know what? I'm still gonna like try my hardest to give people what I can. Yeah, to help them and elevate them because as humans, that's what we should be doing. Yeah. We should absolutely be. So if if you ever need to talk to someone, um, 
and you know you don't know who to talk to like absolutely talk to a professional mm. or, or Cheshire's dms are open yeah um well i mean <laughs> no, yes, not strictly but yeah I'm just a- don't catch me on a bad day i might tell you to fuck <laughs> off no i'm kidding <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah i mean that's that's a great note i had here too but like also uh especially appreciating when when you're doing you know you're, you're kind of handling things well which i think you know that's I want to say out of out of everything right now and what's happened, and I won't go into details of why kind of things have led to this, but it has been addressing a few things in life and, and it, as uncomfortable as they were getting to it, there's been some factors and I want to shout out some of the uh, the people that helped me do that. It's like Jeff from MTG Lexicon. Actually, bloody hell, anyone from MTG Lexicon, be it Joel. And, <laughs> they're know, all great. They're all amazing. They make me smile. I even said Peter a couple of weeks ago. I was like, Peter, you make me remind me why I play Magic and just get joy out of it. What Peter talks about in like just finding like weird old cards and like making them work is just satisfaction to me and makes me happy and kind of at the same time validated why we do this. And it's, you know, that there's just wonderful people on the other side of the screen half the time. It's it's really wonderful and kind of helped me be a better person too. But when you're doing well, like, you know, like paying for really helps too. Like just, or, I mean, it's just like you kind of, it's our, it's our like, almost a social duty to keep an eye out for anyone having a hard time. This is what this game's about collectively, like offer help, show kindness and gratitude. If you're in a, you know, if you possibly can and just providing empathy, if you can, you know, if you can tell, you know, at the other side of the table, there's someone who's not, not being themselves like, Oh, they're not, not having a good time at the moment. They might be having a rough time and you can kind of tell something maybe up, like and, being as respectful and, 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 and kind of like helpful as you possibly can to go, well, is there anything we can do to help? Like it's it's it really And it might sound it might sound really obvious, but yeah. if somebody is going through something that you have gone through yeah. and you have knowledge of that, maybe maybe try and not hmm, how am I gonna say this? Don't don't be prying or anything like that, but yeah. maybe if they're having a hard time with a thing that you've had a hard time with how did you get out of it? Yeah. You know, how did you get out of that funk? What helped bring you out? And I, I think that's... That is probably... Not doing it in a way that's like, this is how you do it. And that's... I've always tried to be not authoritative about such matters. Because again, prefacing mm-hmm. that everyone's different. Everyone's got their different things. But it's like, if it may help. And that's, I guess that's what all this is about, really. Like, if there's anything yes. here that can help, by all means. But, you know, it's... Here's what worked yes, for me. Exactly. may not work for you. Who knows? Like, it's exactly... But yeah, feel free to reach out to that person and, and offer them maybe a little bit of guidance. Don't tell them what they should do. Yes. Maybe just help them out with what they could do. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, a big theme, self-care is a massive one. I, I you know, you hear a lot, of course, but it it, it is quite true. Like uh, this even I found uh, an interesting kind of uh, dynamic that I think a lot of people in my generation have been drummed into us like early age, like don't be so selfish. And it's like, there's a there's a fine line like there is a there's a point where you're so like trying so hard not to be selfish that you're like i don't matter and and that's that's a dangerous spot to be but self-care you are entitled to self-care like that's it's you know uh but looking after the foundation will mean that i think everything yeah very simply put i know it's not that simple to action is but the, all those factors I said before too, sleep's a massive one. Like it's nutrition if you possibly can and nature if you possibly can is is the one that works for me. Uh, meditation. Don't like, I, I'm kind of sick of people 
dismissing things like meditation as like whatever works for different people i think like uh without being harmful of course but like it's it's meditation is a thing it doesn't have to be uh like i don't know I, I don't know what terms to put it in but like there's so many different types of things like this but and or a, a, a thing That's can be meditated you know? like, but what's that sorry that's for hippies. Exactly. That's kind of what I was, I was trying to get at. That, like, I was, yeah, I was, you I know, know. That's, definitely that's that was I the stigma it. growing up, I felt. And then I found this, like, once of it, like, yoga is a huge one for me. I love it. I haven't done it, been able to do it for ages, but I know it's really worked. And I got into it when I had to rehab an injury that I got surgery for. I was like, wow, this is amazing. And it's also got a meditation aspect to it. And I found that a lot of males weren't doing it because there's this dumb Australian stigma that's not for men. It's like, what? <laughs> it's like, it doesn't matter. Like it's, and so meditation, similar deal. I, and, and I'm thankful to hear that more and more people get into it without any stigma or anything. And it's, it's, it goes back to, I've found that it is kind of, uh, it's, it's a form of, first of all, closing all your tabs in your head. That's, that's a simply like a good analogy I can put it as, but it's like, it's, it's confronting, in a comfortable way, like if there's any blockers for things and, and you can tangibly face them without trying to avoid them. And, and that's that's kind of simply put how I see it. But then even then, like I can't really talk from much experience because I've only ever used it a little bit and it's it's been pretty helpful. But anyway, just a lot of little tools worth trying, but speak to someone definitely. Speak to a professional if you can. If, if, if you need any of these things or you feel you need any of these things, you're having a hard time, always we're open we're not professionals but like we're you know we can always have a chat um we can always share a game of commander that's what we love doing that's why we do this podcast um yeah but yeah and i mean that's that's i mean that's that's kind of a facet there the last one i did want to touch on is the kind of one i uh an aspect of this i have seen popped up a bit uh doubt is definitely a a fairly evergreen thing you see a lot and and like worthlessness that happens Uh, definitely felt like doubt has ruled me for many many years and and done a lot of things um hell if it wasn't for chesh pushing me to do something the doubt would have always said you can't do anything like that's you know that's what i do it's it's that's that's again shows the importance and role of people to go be supportive and and it's almost again it's 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 our mandate to do so as a uh, as a commander player I, I i like to think you know that it's kind of our role can, to can i call it the importance of helping each other out in that respect kind of thing so um but the other facet i was, I was kind of going to touch on is yeah that doubt is there and then the killer of, of, of dreams sometimes it, it really can be uh but the whole imposter syndrome thing too whether that manifests itself in your your you know everyday life work whatever but especially i've seen it for content creators and that's yeah. one i don't have yeah. much to say about it as far as like just please take it easy on yourself like you're doing this for yourself at the end of the day numbers are a hard one to go and this is the only advice i can give i mean chesh has some of you too but like please don't let the numbers rule your life. <laughs> like it's just remember why we're doing these things. It goes back to normal kind of uh, principles we talked about, which is just try and navigate back to why you do things in the first place and experience little, the simple joys and, and fun. And I think I've seen a few people going, oh, I can't pump out two videos a week and, and all stuff. Well, it's like I was pushing myself to do it. What do I do after pandemic? And it's like when I go back to normal life and it's like, well, if one's enough, like if one is the right amount for a week, why not? Like by all means do that. And take a break if you need to. Like, just I think that's it. It's expectation is hard. It really is, and it, it can absolutely grind you down mm-hmm. to nothing. 
uh, it can feel like. But like, please distance yourself when you need to. Hell, that's why we took a break last week. Or not? I mean, various factors, of course, timing, whatever. But it also was the reason why we felt comfortable. We could. You know, I'm not going to see as much as I want to get an episode out to everyone each week because especially lately it's been, you know, I want to thank everyone that, listen, that, that listens to this because it's been fantastic, you know, the, the reception. But it's, I don't think, I, 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 I don't think it's very productive to feel that pressure to keep pumping out more and more and more if it means it starts diminishing, you know, the why we do it, you know, so. Agreed. Yeah. So. Social media too, actually, in that factor. I had that penciled in the bottom. Twitter can feel like a lot. Take a break from Twitter if you need to. Don't be afraid to do that. Like, you know, you're not going to miss out on bloody in the next trick safe in the house or something tomorrow or like what everyone's hot take is or like why Jeweled Lotus is broken or like because it's not. Um, it's just, yeah, don't stress. Like, please take it easy on yourself. Yeah, that's kind of it. Um, I, yeah. I do have one. I, I mean, I didn't. I, we we're saying before, it's like you know, I'm not going to tell anyone what to do, but I do have a couple of constructive little pieces of, uh, of, of you know. I often go to music. It's not everyone's thing to do, but like it can help. It can make me feel kind of grounded a little bit and, and put perspective on things, of course. But I've got a ton of you know. If anyone ever wants to listen, I've, I've got a ton of uh, you know go tos that, that work. But one I want to kind of. Uh, point out as we move into uh, the entertaining in a second. I mean, I'll let Chesh kind of sign off with any other thoughts, but Joanna Newsom, time is a symptom. Go listen to that for one that will probably, you know, just listen to the lyrics for a second. It's a life-affirming one, and it really is, and it kind of reminds me what it is to be alive. So, yeah. That is that. Anything else on that? That is that. Yeah, that is that. Anything else to touch off on uh, on, on that one, Chesh? Or uh, around mm. it out. I'm I'm a very pretty boy, and you can't tell me otherwise. You are a very pretty boy. <laughs> I'll say that. <laughs> what, what's with the? I saw in Discord you got your new little. You change your thumbnails periodically, and I kind of love it. But uh, you you had your, your your very crimson hair. What's going on there? Yes, I like I, it. It's cool. I miss my big long hair. <laughs> Such big long hair. <laughs> You've tried all the different hair cool it. things. So yeah, I appreciate. it. Very yes. Nice. No, that was that was uh, when I was still because uh, I don't talk about this very often, but my hair is changing color again. I am now less of a redhead and more of a strawberry blonde mixed with brown. It just changes from like day to day depending on how my hair feels for some stupid reason. Like you're ever changing. Uh, but moods. I'm losing a lot of the red. Yeah, I'm losing a lot of the red, and it's being replaced by gray, which you can see absolutely mm. my goatee. It's um. It's almost entirely grey now in that section on my chin, which is fantastic and scary at the same time. Embrace the wizard. Because I just want to be a wizard already. Um, But yeah, that was back when my my hair, I was dyeing it red to disguise the fact that I was partial ginger. Mm -hmm. Um, Just just because it was a a thing where you would go out into the sun. Like, I I think I've mentioned this before, when I first started dating Hayden when we first met, um, and one morning Hayden had stayed over and we went out to breakfast and we're sitting there at breakfast and Hayden just like drops their fork onto their plate and just stares at me and goes, wow, you're actually a ginger. I, I just did not. I just did not. I, I just thought you were, you're actually a ginger. And I was it's like, funny, yes. It's like this, I've, I've had that same experience where the sun activates it like very prominently. So in the, I think in the, 
the water uh, if I'm surfing. My brothers turned around and said to me, it's like, you are a redhead. I was like, get stuffed. (laughs) (laughs) And it's funny. That was totally, we talk about things growing up that affected us. Like, that was totally a thing I wanted to avoid. I didn't want to be, like, that was a stigma. I didn't want to be known as a redhead. And now I'm like, yes, I have ginger hair, more or less. Like, it's brown. It's a little bit on. I don't, I don't, I don't care. It, it's fine. My beard definitely gets like on the red side. Like though, weird fucking unicorn. Like, yeah, like because you don't you don't really see natural redheads that much. Yeah. So who the hell when made the, the hair thing like shines in uh, the sun and goes red and people are just like, holy shit, you're actually a ginger. Yeah. And it's like, can we maybe just not? Can yeah, we just who, leave it alone? Who made like, that stigma? Seriously, I'm not some anyway. mythical creature. I'm not. Some weird cave troll with like a cool funky hair doing things. Sparkling wizards. in the sun. Um, like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> basking in the in the glorious sun. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, no. But with that picture, that was so. That was um, GP Sydney back when GPs were still around, and that was uh, yeah. myself and Draftaholics. Um, oh, when we were special guests. Bless, bless those folks. I, I I met some of them once at um in Melbourne. Lovely folks. Just just lovely. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Good times. GPs, hey? Entertaining, Chesh. Mm-hmm. What you got? Um, that is, a, that is a good question. Let me yeah. see if I, I, I... 2076, right? Yes. Okay, great. No, you get the, um, uh, is it written the other way around? Uh, numbers. Numbers, right? Anything with numbers in a title? Yeah, 2076. Remarkably, 20, remarkably hard to pin down exactly shit. what those numbers are. Oh, I'm just really shit at numbers. No, today. no, but like I think um, everyone is, you know what I mean? Like, so I've had that many things that are a brand name or a title of something. If they are a number without much kind of, you know, seemingly easy uh, reference to hinge off, no, no, that's right. they're yeah. very easily jumbled, um, apart from 20 because that's the start of a year. We know that. But the 67, yes. the 76, that'll get jumbled. So 2067, right? Yes. Uh, this is going to be a weird one because uh, the – Cast almost seem like it's it's an Australian. Oh, it is Australian. <laughs> Holy shit. I was like, because some of them have like very thick Australian accents. Yeah, and one of them is like um, very clearly uh, of Maori de- descent. Yeah. Hey, and Deborah Mailman's like, in this there. This is weird because nice. this feels like an Australian production. Yeah, um, it turns out it is. Oh, there you go. So this is a futuristic sci-fi, cyberpunk, sci-fi fantasy, independent sci-fi thriller, thriller Australian. Mm-hmm. And the movie is described as mind-bending, dark, and suspenseful. Yeah, mostly. It's pretty good. It's fine. To save immunity from existence, a laborer, not kidding, <laughs> tradie. gets chosen for a risky... A tradie, mate, gets fucking chosen for a risky time travel mission to a, to find an answer to the world's decimated oxygen supply. <laughs> Synopsis in Australian accents, my new favorite thing. Uh, as Stevie, as Stevie comes in here, as Stevie comes in here, meowing like a trooper. What do you, what do you want, Stevie? Pats, yeah, Pats, no doubt. Pats anyway, just came in here. And yes, was like continue. Sorry, putting his paws up. Um, so this is a time travel thriller. Uh, yeah. with a really cool twist from Australia, and it kind of becomes sort of like. So I think people already know that uh, I've written some stuff before. Um, some, some stuff that has made it on TV um, that I've never really gotten paid big amounts for. And that's fine because it's trash and nobody can find it, which makes me happy. <laughs> Much like my band. Uh, oh, and I, I, I know where to find that. <laughs> yes. You've seen it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like hiding things and people go, wait, that's you. Holy crap. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. Um, unlike that, I don't actually have any of the sci-fi television series 
on tape or anything or on YouTube. I don't, I can, I don't have any access to it now. But that's not the point. The point is that my experience from writing, I, I assume, is the reason why I can pick up plots really easily and really like far into the start of a movie. So usually when I'm watching a movie within like the first 10 ish minutes, 10 to 15 minutes, I already have a very good grasp on what the movie is trying to do, uh, what it's trying to kind of uh, disguise uh, where it's trying to basically be a magician and look at my hand over here while the other hand is holding the gun. Mm -hmm. Um, And this is really no different within the first 15 minutes. I was like, Oh, okay. I see where this is going. Yeah. Um, towards the middle of the movie, I was like, oh, there's this one thing, this niggling thing that I can't pick. And it was a pleasant surprise that towards the end of the movie is where something happens and you go, oh, I know what's going to happen here. Mm. And it's so far into the movie that it's not telegraphed, even though it's blatantly obvious from the very start of the movie. Mm. And it is pretty cool. Nice. Um, but I just enjoyed it. I thought it was really cool. Um, it's sci-fi time travel where, as you heard, a laborer basically has to go into the future to try and figure out how humans fixed the earth mm. because we killed all the trees and shit. Of course so we an did. environmental Bloody disaster humans. movie. They did it. Um, which is what we're facing at the moment anyway. Exactly. So it's very much based on like, here's this bad stuff. And he's tasked with basically finding the answer and then bringing it back in time so that they can fix the earth. Yeah. I think there's a point it's there that I'm worth your time. I'm very happy you pointed out there too. And it's that the whole, and I've always appreciated your view on things here. Yeah, you have some critical views uh, sometimes in contrast to others. That's the whole point. That's why they call them critics. Um, but it's, it's also that everything's subjective, but this is the type of movie that someone be like, if they just wanted to look at this on a score, it's like, yeah, it's around the five out of 10. Sometimes if you average it out, does that matter? No, you can see to, to, to judge a movie going, yeah, I loved it. Had all this premise. Uh, some things maybe execution wise, not as great as others. Who cares? Like yeah, the if I can shit. appreciate the good things <laughs> a movie did, I think that's really powerful rather than if you always want to watch nine out of tens your whole life, then that's all you're going to see. I've, I've always said that every, anytime I've reviewed anything critically, um, there has to be two parts to your review. Yeah. Hey, this is everything that's wrong. And also, hey, this is everything it did good. Yeah, and I think um, we've seen some outlets move like away from how I would change it up. Yeah, we've, we've, we've seen mm. a few outlets move away from number scoring, which I think is a good move. I know it doesn't like... Mm. They're probably not going to be as popular, those reviews, because people just want to see a bloody number. But like... And it's hard not to just look at something and go, that's a number. That's how it is. It's like, this is a score. Like, there's. Look, it gets a solid eight. Go and fucking watch it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I guess. But it's like, some of my. I think I always put it like video game wise, especially. Like, some of my favorite games of all time are six out of tens. Like, <laughs> that's that's always worth remembering. Like, it's everyone's got their things uh, and, and we'll, we'll react to things differently. That's like, we kind of said before as well but um yeah i love that too that it's 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 respecting i think especially i love in sci-fi how everyone tackles time travel because it's always different and i think it's just i love thought pieces that go i'm like yeah i don't think it's perfect or like the you know there is no right way because we don't actually know but uh it's if it's like an interesting way to look at it it's like, mm, cool like that that made me think that's definitely worth something for sure so i uh, mm-hmm. appreciate that a lot 
Um, might check it out too. It'd be a very, very interesting one this week, Chesh. Love it. So um, I would love you to check it out so that we could discuss it. Yeah, sometimes. for sure, for sure. So I'll see just you like it fucking up. Star Trek, Sam. Yeah, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Well, hey, hey, I I uh, reached out to Zuby and uh, and Zuby. I mean, shout out to Zuby, of course, uh, absolute legend. But um, has had some, I think, life uh, things to figure out. Oh, to, to have some some i can't speak for him but um uh i think he's out of his house at the moment for some some issues with his house something happened in like the time you don't want to be doing that because you know exactly like it's it's rough it really is and and he was saying it's like dang all i want to be doing now is getting back to podcasting and streaming of course and um but yeah well i don't want to hassle him anymore or anything but he was lovely and when i spoke to him and just said Ken on the the podcast, like you know, you got to come hang out, and I'm like, I've got to listen, I've got to watch this Star Trek stuff you guys talk about because I I listened to your episode with Chesh and it was very funny, and you know, just it goes back to like the whole what Peter said last week keeps resonating with me, like hearing two people just passionately talk about something they they love, even if I'm not into it, is is joy. Like it's it's mm. that's awesome. Like I, I really love that. So um, yeah, let's let's get those times going. Anyway. That's a subtle side thing. Um, hope hope everything sorts out soon, Zuby. You're a legend, all that stuff. But um, yeah, my entertaining thing this week was I kind of had a few things to do, whatever. But like as I said before, uh, I kind of mentioned an album. Maybe I start doing albums a bit more because I do probably digest a lot more music than I do film or, or TV that kind of thing. Um, but that one, especially given what we talked about this week, is probably a really important one. I think I've mentioned it once before, but Divers by is is an album by Joanna Newsom. Uh, I should I pick this album? Yeah, sure. Why not? I think it's fantastic. But it has that particular that song I just mentioned before, "Time as a Symptom." That I remember stopping my car one day and almost in tears when I heard that because I really need to hear that. <laughs> and then like that particular track um, is fantastic. The whole album's fantastic. Um, Joanna Newsom is the type of artist that took me years to understand uh, or like really fall in love with kind of thing because it just didn't kind of hit on the access I was expecting and and I thought again maybe my mind's like oh that's different I don't know if I like that yet but learn to absolutely uh almost rely on <laughs> Joanna Newsom to uh kind of provide a bit of uh almost emotional contrast to things and and just make everything feel pretty epic and and also at the same time appreciating all those little spots and her her, her songwriting is absolutely incredible like an absolute, you know, just uh, an artisan of, of what she does. She is also uh, married to Andy Samberg, of which, um, you know, this guy, right? I um, I should be mm-hmm. watching this Brooklyn Nine-Nine show people talk about, and he's a comedian and in that show, whatever. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know much about him at all. <laughs> uh, apparently I should be watching his <laughs> stuff because he's very, very funny, but um, there's another little connection there. But I'll just leave you that one. All of her other stuff's fantastic too. Um, Have One On Me is another album, uh, Wise as well. I think just YS is what it's called. Any of those, pick them up. But, again, try something new, and it, it may, you know, new fun perspective on things for sure so that that's all i've got to say about yeah. that it's brilliant so um that's that's that i thought as it always goes that this might be an even shorter episode but no we spend a good hour talking about yeah. strixhaven love it i not cutting any of it it's fantastic 
<laughs> I think all very valid discussions. And also thanks so much, Chesh, for kind of um, offering another perspective and, and your experiences in mental health and, and kind of just, again, like I say, normalizing it. We just want to talk about more and, and make it a thing. So um, no, it'll make it a, a very normal thing to talk about because that's what it's about. So um, and then we can all help each other out, you know, it's, it's exactly life can be tough, but we're in it together. Exactly. And, and it's it's I think it's always worth living. <laughs> Bottom line, like you know, life can be shit, but it gets less shit with others. Exactly, that's good advice, dude. So, uh, yeah, I'll just say, take it easy on yourself. Exactly. Um, I should do some housekeeping and sign-off <laughs> stuff before I do that, and and, and leave on a really like poignant pause. Anyway, I'll do that. Yeah, perfectly timed train. <laughs> before I do that, I'll do it again. Um, where can we find you, Chesh? Uh, so you can find me where all good books are sold. Uh, that is <laughs> I love that uh, one. at Twitter. You can find me as Cheshire Plays uh, on YouTube. Cheshire Plays Games on YouTube as Chesh Breaks. Uh, so YouTube.com forward slash Chesh Breaks. Yay, we have our own URL now. Nice. Uh, you can find me on Facebook uh, on the group Chesh Breaks or on the page of Cheshire Plays Games or Chesh Breaks. You can find me at email email that's a plug insert email insert email sam what which one commander crunch oh at we got gmail.com. cmdr crunch podcast at gmail.com is where the emails go <laughs> there we go <laughs> yeah love it love it um yeah so and you can find me at past the jam sam on instagrams twitters whatever and where you know all great records are sold independently so I don't know why I said that. HMV? Yeah, I know. <laughs> Brashes? <laughs> sanity? Sanity. Wait, no, still sanity. Ah, sanity. ah, ah. Very quick aside, Chesh. Ah, I'll have you know that my home, or one of my hometowns, or near my hometown, Rosebud. Anyway, down the peninsula, they still have a sanity, and it's going off. That's Like a frog in a sock. Oh, it's like cicadas, man. It's people buy DVDs down there. It still happens. So sanity is alive. <laughs> Same in Mornington, too. There's one there, too. Anyway. Sanity sells DVDs and CDs, and would you believe it still has business? Anyway, that's a whole other thing. Yeah, I can't remember. Did you? Flash Gordon's alive. Exactly. Did you reel off all the, the Commander Crunch ones? I can't remember. Commander Crunch ones. Uh, the, no? the 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 things you just did the email. I thought you. I thought I I leaded you into it with the <laughs> I'm I'm just yeah. I just took that and Lead? went a different way. <laughs> I leaded I, I you. Yes, yeah. I led you into I it. counterspelled your segue. Uh <laughs> you can of course find us uh on the website cmdrcrunch.fireside.fm on the Twitters at cmdr underscore crunch on the Instagrams at CMDR Crunch. And then as Chesh graciously said before, uh send us thoughts, feedback opinions i don't know like just request to play webcam commander whatever just whatever you feel like pictures of cephalids to cmdr crunch podcast at gmail.com and uh yeah i mean thanks everyone for listening this week and and every other week it's been awesome lately also just to feel there's probably more than maybe two maybe three or four people listening to this podcast at any one time so that's um that's a well, like in total, <laughs> it feels feels like something. We're doing something, Chesh. It's nice. So, um, yeah. yeah. But uh, I said it before. Take it easy on yourself, people, please. Um, and just then also do it again. Look after others. Don't put it off. Get that rash checked.
that too exactly and yeah check out your sunspots please like just go to the doctor and go just just <laughs> the australian sun is absolute murder it, it is just it's especially if you're a ginger I, I, I was gonna joke about it but it's actually really true and, and i'm a freckly freckly boy so uh it's something i need to do all the time and it's it's, it's definitely good yeah just that's goes into taking care of yourself so yeah take care of yourself uh and take it easy on yourself see you folks bye bye